we appreciate you coming on the show, bro. Man, man. You know, we big fans of yours, man. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he a straight out of high school guy, so Q, you don't got nothing to do with this. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We got another one. One of them, one of them famous straight out of high school guys, you know, one of them representatives. You know, we in the in the big building in the back of the whole NBA thing. You know, us high school guys, you know, ain't too many of us, but appreciate you, bro, for coming on the show, I man. I appreciate you, dog. First question I want to ask you, who was the first person to bust your ass when you got to the league? Man. <laughs> Uh, Kevin Willis. Kevin Willis. Yeah. Strong ass Kevin oh, Willis. Yeah. Kevin Willis look. You see, Kevin Willis look like that right now. He do. Yeah. To this day, selling, oh, selling big man jeans. <laughs> <laughs> the same jeans. He's still what, what, selling. What was he doing? That that you was just like off from him. Nah, he's just. I was trying to box him out, so I'm throwing elbows. Yeah. And he chicken winged me. And I was like, man, let me go. He felt that strength. <laughs> said, no, young fella. You ain't going nowhere. And he just held me. I said, I got to get in the gym. Yo, 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 we live on location. We got the blackest one. We live here in sunny, sunny Orlando, but it don't matter. We visible with Verizon. Today, we bring one of the most dominant forces the NBA Domination. has ever, ever, ever Superhero. Seen. You hear yeah, me? Action figure status in the building. Three-time defensive player of the year. Yes. World champion. Yes. Straight out of high school representative. <laughs> you know that, you know that, don't you? We got the big fella, Dwight Howard, Atlanta's yeah, own. Yeah, What's yeah. up, big dog? Appreciate Love you pulling up. <laughs> Back in his own stomping grounds. Y'all tap in. Yes, sir. Presented by Visible. Ever since I seen you, I was like, "What? The white build like a superhero? Like, like what do he do in the weight room?" Cube like, he lifts the weight room. Like I'm talking, about, like forget all, all the ways in the weight room. He lift them on up. <laughs> I was like, "This man is built like a straight superhero." Like, who put you on the weight room and knew the weight room was like important for you? Uh, I would say um, when I got to the league, just seeing how, just watching. You know, you coming in and everyone who came before me, and y'all always talked about having to put on weight, having to get stronger because of the game. Yeah. And I was like, man, I gotta get, I gotta get big. I want to come in and feel, you know, that grown man strength. And I did my first year because yeah. everybody was hitting me. You know what I'm saying? So after that, I was like, man, I ain't finna get hit no more. I'm finna start hitting people. Folks used to tell me like, man, you got them shoulders to be. <laughs> Be like, man, if you lift them weights, boy, you'll have that. that, that yeah, was, you know what I'm saying? Never, that, but that, when you never, came in, you was that, that, all. That never really happened for you, though. I, I said yeah. they, they told me about my shoulders. But though. it y'all never, y'all never, y'all did it. Later on, but. No, that was just, never, y'all. Metabolism you know, changed. Yeah, I just wanted to jump in there and get the weight on me. You know what I'm saying? Y'all never, y'all. never, y'all. Go ahead, you bigger now, you strong. That ain't what we was talking about. But. But when you came in, like from high school, you already had some type of physique. Did your your program, did the, mm -hmm. your high school program have a weight weight program and all this stuff? We not really, not really, nah. Cause we didn't have one either. And I used mm -hmm. to go against God. I'm like, man, why he that strong? 
Like how? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I look at their school and I find out about their school and they got a whole strength way, and conditioning, strength and conditioning yeah, yeah. like system and all that. Like I'm I'm from the hood, hood. Like none of that. We couldn't put us around weights. Somebody gonna get somebody fighting. Somebody gonna get hurt. But like like when you came in, that was just mm -hmm. a natural physique. For you? It was. Uh, before I went to the draft, I went to Chicago. I remember this. And uh, I was working with um, Michael Jordan's guy. Tim Grover. Tim Grover. Yeah. And I was like, bro, this is different. He had me working with a guy named Preach or Pastor, the, the preacher. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> and, you know? Man, I was like, man, this is a different type level of strength. And I kind of started with that was like my basis. So I was like, I knew. If I wanted to be strong, I had to be able to handle Tim Grover in the weight room. Yeah. Because you didn't make it through that workout, right? I didn't. I remember that. Mm. You got to high school. What made you chose the high school you chose? It was the only like school in Atlanta, that really had basketball. A, yeah. And I thought, and I went to the same school from kindergarten all the way to 12th grade. Yeah. So. Cause I know you had to make a decision of like whether you should leave mm -hmm. and go somewhere else because there's yeah. other basketball schools that's better or have a, a a bigger name. Yeah. What made you stay and and like finish all that all the way off? Because a lot of kids don't go from first to twelve. No. <laughs> I really just liked this school, uh -huh. and I was like, man, it's the last time I'll really be a kid, kid. So yeah, let me enjoy it as much as possible. Did they have a basketball history before? Nah, we didn't. You played for the Celtics, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, Atlanta Celtics. Yeah, Celtics, shawty. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. That's what really helped me playing with. Josh Ooh. Smith and Randolph Moore's. Randolph Moore. Yeah. Randolph. Hey, listen, that's my, that's guy. my teammate, but <laughs> you don't know. Dolph a fool, boy. Yeah. Hey, Randolph was that dude. Randolph, Dwayne Day, uh -huh. all these guys, Javaris Crinton. Javaris. And Randolph was like number one back then, too. He was. Early. Yeah. He, was, the, he, he was. was the dude. He on. was the one. Yeah. yeah. He was the one. And that was the one that you looked at, like, because, like, when I came and started playing AAU ball, Q. Was like he was in twelve. He was going to the twelfth, and I was going to the tenth. But I never played high school ball before. So when I seen Q, Q was like that bar. So Randolph was like that bar for you. Was like man, I was, he was number one player in Georgia. Yeah, he, he was like Q. He he was that the bar, big, the big strong one that nobody could beat. He can like, dribble, can shoot, do everything. He was like Tim Duncan mm -hmm. for a seven footer. You know what I'm saying? He's shooting off the glass, and when he dunk, he he dunked pretty he hard. Really so it's dunked. like, man, you gotta. That's the one you gotta go after right there. What What year in high school did you feel like? Not only am I one of the best players in Georgia, mm -hmm. but I'm one of the best players in the, the nation. Yeah, uh, when did you feel you became him? I'll probably say 11 going into the 12th grade. 11 going into 12th. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. That summer we had played against LeBron and his class. They had like Kendrick Perkins on yeah, their team. Yeah, on their team. Yeah, and they was. Crazy. Yeah. It was loaded. So I was like, man, if we can compete against them, like. We not. Yeah, we, we pretty good. And Explain that back, game, though. Like, because you know LeBron was all world. He already yeah. on the on the magazine. He already. I know. He already got the Hummer. I didn't know who he was <laughs> yeah. before that. And in Atlanta, I stayed in my little bubble. So yeah. I went to my little church school. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. We didn't really go too far. Your friends, just your, your yeah. community. Yeah. So I'm at home and I'm asking my homeboys, like, hey, y'all ever heard of this dude named LeBron James? He's supposed to be like number one. Yeah. 
And they like, you don't know LeBron? I was like, no. Nah. He was like, you finna find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we go down to Houston, and uh, they warming up. <clears throat> they come out. First thing he do is that, boom, boom. and warm-ups. I'm like, God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The whole team watching LeBron warm. I said, God. All right, first play of the game, he just dunked everything. I said, okay. That's LeBron James. How, how did that game turn out for you? Like we like lost the game, but it, it it like amped me up to say, okay, yeah, this is where. How I did to you get do? To. Like, cause like I I played against a guy, like he won three state titles before mm -hmm. this. His name was Frankie Williams. He's out of Peoria. Nitty. When I first got to to high school. He just came off three state titles, and this is his senior year. So all his guys he won the titles with, he just lost. So he's like the last one yet because he was starting as a freshman. So we went to Peoria, and we played him, and it was like he went through one. I'm talking about he probably had like 36 and 10 sis. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about he hushing at the crowd and all that stuff. <laughs> but I had a good game, but I played with all seniors. And the confidence I got from that game mm -hmm. – took me to a whole nother level. So the confidence that you got from that game, did it take you to it a whole did. nother level? It did. Just playing against Kendrick Perkins, Leon Poe. These were big yeah, yeah. Leon Poe, the yeah. boy. So in like Leon too. Leon was strong as man, shit. Man, strong. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this is who I gotta this is what I gotta get to if I wanna be the best player in yeah. the nation. And so I was inspired playing against them. Yeah. And just the fact that they was like these they was high schoolers, but you thinking they in the league, you yeah. know, LeBron, Kendrick Perkins, yeah, you know, so it was like, all right, this is what I got to do. When was the first time that you heard you was number one? I want to say it was after we had the Las Vegas tournament. The big time? The big time tournament. Big time. Like, what was your thought, like, after seeing LeBron, Kendrick, and doing all that, then you see, like, man, I'm really here. Stay humble. That's what I kept seeing because uh, two years before that, I broke my leg. Mm -hmm. And I saw everything go away. All mm -hmm. the people who said I was going to be good, the little chicks that liked me. Yeah. yeah, everybody was just, they was cool on me because I was, I broke my leg. Mm -hmm. And so I promised myself, like, man, stay humble, man. And if you do, anything mm -hmm. is possible. But if you don't stay humble and stay hungry, you can lose it so, all. So when you turned number one, you broke your leg after you turned number one? Uh, yeah, I broke my leg. Before I turned number one, I oh, had right broke before. my leg, yeah. So I came back stronger and better. And that's your senior year? And that was my senior year where I was number one in the nation. What college could have got you oh, that, that almost had you like? UNC. Mm. Who was UNC. over there? Man, that's when they had just one with Marvin Williams and um, – Sean May, yeah. oh yeah, that whole Felton, Raymond Felton, uh, all yeah, of them. Yeah. That's when they was there. So mm -hmm. I was like, man, I can go play, play with them and win a championship. But I was like, man, it's been my dream to go to the league out of high school. Yeah, I gotta take this chance, man. I done worked too hard. What made you decide like I ain't gonna go to college? It, was it like seeing like Josh and I really and was seeing LeBron and, going to school and was boring. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was it for you? <laughs> Going to school was boring, man. I was like, I don't want to sit in school all. I'm too the tall. Of keeping the grades up to just play basketball? And keeping the grades up was cool. It's just sitting at a desk all day. I'm 6'11". 
Yeah, them deaths is I'm like, nah, I don't want to be in school. It was a lot of knee bumping on them Yeah, like, nah. When did you start hearing, like, where you would go? Like, did that play a big part of the decision, or it didn't matter where you was going to go? You just was like, I'm cool on school. I just want to go straight. Yeah, I just want to go to the league. But I ain't want to turn down no colleges and make it seem like I was just, you know, no, I'm just going straight to the league, even though in my mind. You played the game a little bit. I wanted to go to the league, but I'm like, no, I can't do that to these people because for them to take their time out, come to my school, talk to my coach, see my mom and dad, like, that's special. You know what I'm saying? So just getting the time that, you know, they deserve. Yeah. And then if I do end up going to college, this is a college where I like. That's why I committed early. I committed in November before my senior year. So I kind of cut all that college stuff all the out. Noise. So it was like either league or this. I'm going to this college. Oh, you know shit. what I'm saying? Yeah. That was just like the choice that, <laughs> at the time. Man, that scene. I should have did something like that because it seemed like it was so much. So like, much. man, do I go here? Yeah, so my whole senior season was man. a done deal. I have, I, I, I was early signing period. When I came out, like seeing KG, mm-hmm. then you see Kobe, then you see you see T Mac, you see these guys, and what scared me was Rashad Lewis because Rashad yeah. Lewis was in the draft, and then he slipped all the way to deep in the my second. Guy, the second round, and it was mm-hmm. like, whoa, D-Miles. You don't want to be sitting up in there and your family and all them, they looking at you, and you don't want that Rashad Lewis moment. Like, yeah. which one of the ones you seen that gave you the confidence to be like, man? Everybody that came before me. Yeah. Like, you yeah, know? Plenty. Eddie, um, Tyson, Kwame. Yeah. I was looking at them, and then you, like, y'all was, like, very inspirational to me because I'm like, man, y'all made it. And yeah. all I gotta do is get in the door. Get in the and door. I can I can work my ass off and make a way, but I just gotta get in. And I was like, man, yeah, that's so inspirational. Coming from high school, you know, it's a it's like Georgia. You it's Kwame Brown. That was like yeah. the one for me. Like, man, yeah. he a big man. He dribbled the ball. Yeah. He going number one. I got a shot. And yeah. he from the country too. Straight up. So that's Shout what I'm thinking. Kwame like, Brown. Like a lot yeah. of guys don't know like the work he put in to be that number one oh, pick. Oh man, it's a lot of work. First number one pick, if if guys don't know. <laughs> yeah. Kwame Brown, the first at, ever at, number one pick. At what point after you declaring did it start like like you start seeing whatever mock drafts, so you start feeling like, man, I might go number lot. I might be the top pick. Like, at what point did that become like a reality for you? Uh, I really try not to think about it, to be honest. Like, at my school, it was so small, and I would ask my teammates, like, yo, let's not talk about the league. Let's not talk about <laughs> yeah. none of this stuff. Let's just be high schoolers, because once it's once I get to the league, man, it's it's gonna be off to me playing basketball 24-7, that's it, nothing else with basketball. Do you remember a game, we had Lou Williams on, right? He was telling us, like, the fight he had been hearing about you. He's still here with us. He was like, you about to play somewhere close. He was like, him and his team say, all right, we going to go to the game. He like, who the hell is this Dwight Howard? He was like, what he said, something like the first, he had, like, the straight, 10 straight dunks or something. He was just sitting there looking like, yo, this That's who it is? Like, you remember that game? Him coming, him and his teammates coming to the game? Yes, we was in uh it was this tournament up north. In the mountains. Uh, somewhere out there. Yeah. My school was in the south. Like we yeah. never go I never even heard of where we was at, like yeah. Parkview or something like that. That's what he was saying. And I came in the game and I'm like, man, 
I gotta let everybody know, like our school is legit. Like yeah, I want, I'm the man around. Here. <laughs> I, I really want. I was like, man, we got the smallest school, and we want to put everybody on. Like we want everybody to know who our team was. And this when I really first started dunking. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So it was just brand new to me. I was like, man, if I start dunking, I'm not gonna be able to stop. Yeah. And I just couldn't stop dunking. I wanted to get to the rim and just dunk on everybody. So. Yeah. That was it. And he was, that was the it. Guy. You, did you see his team in there? That, walk yeah, in? yeah. Oh, you they was the thing. ones, man. Like everybody, you heard about them. Yeah, they was stuff. the team. They was. What was the, the talk about Lou Will? Because like I was living in Atlanta. I stayed in Atlanta like seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. And I used to hear about Lou Will, and I used to always be like in the league. I was like, man, when I see the guys, if you ain't six one or six two. We need to cut the conversation off. <laughs> Not, him. <laughs> like, like, Not him. Is he a guard? Oh, yeah, a point guard? If he ain't 6'1 or 6'2, we can't talk about him, uh, anything about league. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I used to hear about Lou Will and, and the myth of Lou Will and mm-hmm. getting them buckets. Like, yes. what was some of the stories you used to hear about Lou Will? Well, he's just like Jordan. <laughs> just like the young Jordan, like, he had bounce. Yeah. So if he get past you, he going to dunk on you. And he could shoot from anywhere on the court, and he's scoring with the best of them. So, yeah. man, he was like Jordan, man. Your McDonald's experience, you know, you, you got you got Sebastian there, you got Josh Smith, Rondo. Like y'all got a nice class. Yes, in McDonald's. Like, how was your your McDonald's experience for you? It was it was it was amazing, man. Even though it was in Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City, <laughs> Mine was in Boston. Mine was in Norfolk, Virginia. <laughs> I was in Oklahoma City, dog. Yeah. And so the great part about it was I had I used to date Candace Parker. Oh, okay. And she was there. Uh-huh. So I was like, man, I get a chance to, you know, talk to Candace and yeah. and uh Oh, so you was there when she won a dunk contest. Yeah. Oh, I was she, she did. Dunk I remember that. How, how that worked? You used to talk to Candace, and she won a dunk contest when you were. Was you in it? No, nah, my mama told me not to do it. <laughs> yeah, don't you embarrass yourself, son. Don't you embarrass yourself, and son. And your girlfriend did win it. And she won it. I she remember won. that. You, you know, that's Chi Town yeah. representing, you know, yes. not St. Louis. That's Chi Town representing, right? Yes. I definitely remember that. Yeah, you I know, she that. did the no look jumps, all yes. that. I remember that. She was out there clowning. She was. Yeah. Repping she for was. the women. You hear me? <laughs> she was, man. Candace, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Way to, way to represent. How, how was that like the, the talent that was on there and to see them guys, their careers in the league? Because, like, it's a lot of guys from mm-hmm. that McDonald's game that you've seen for a long time that played yes. against. And yeah. Sebastian set the set the tone for it's other Sebastian, little little yes. guards to come out. Lou Williams spoke yeah. on that. Like he inspired, like he was the first like little guard under six, five, six, four, six, whatever. Yeah. To really like, cause that was even your thing. You used to be like, man, I ain't seen no guards go straight out like that. Like Man, Bassey was the truth, man. Like we had a game against him. We flew up to I think it was Philly. Mm-hmm. And uh we played against his team and Bassey was, he was everywhere, dog. This man crossover, the little Tim Hardaway crossover. He can get to the bass, he could pass. Bassey was, Bassey was, Bassey nice. was nice. He was I, nice. I'm about to tell you all, Smith. 
Cole. Cole MVP. Cole, yeah. yeah. Both MVP, Cole MVP. Like, Shoot I came from everywhere. And yeah. dunk everything. And he was yes. a big either leg and oh two my feet. God. That was a cheat code house. I always said about Bounce. Swish. Because he right, can do the same thing on the right leg, feet. the left leg. He doing the same dunks. Yeah. And it looked crazy, but he doing it with ease. Yeah. Easy. And he was like, he could he could do everything on the court. Yeah. He could do everything. To win Naismith with that class, because like man, you get some headers on that class. To win Naismith in that class, how was that? Not only to win Naismith, but you won a state championship. He never won too. a state championship. Talking about that. Oh, I, we was talking about Dwight, <laughs> sir. But, uh, but but to win a state championship. <laughs> To win a state championship <laughs> and win Naismith, like how was that for you? Definitely coming from a school, mm -hmm. the, a the small school, you school. came to and not having the history and to bring all that to that, like how was that for you? Well, we had a uh, a principal. She used to always, every day, just say, "You're great, walk in greatness, be great every day," mm. and. Everything I did, I, that was my standard. Like, I just stuck with that every day, be great. And so every award, every accolade, it came from trying to be the best I could be every single day in the weight room, on the court, training, whatever it was. And winning the Naismith Award and being the co-MVP along with these these are some awesome players. Yeah. And just to be in that same category, yeah. just I just kept telling myself I have to be great. Q is from the South. Mm -hmm. And he went to school on the West Side. But you in your community, y'all won state now. Like how was that to see your community never never had that type of excitement on the basketball mm -hmm. area? to how the support was, how y'all traveled together, your friends and that whole camaraderie. Cause that's like a journey. Like that's one yeah, that's something yeah. that you'll remember forever. Just to have like our school get some recognition all season long mm -hmm. from the, the water boy on our team was signing autographs and taking pictures. And yeah. it was just, it was yeah, just really that good. Boy, you, you affiliate. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> Just to see all of us come together, to yeah. see our our church, our school, everyone who it was in our area was attending all the games. We had so much love and support from everyone in Georgia. It was kind of really like the fire that kept us going. Like we were traveling around, playing different teams around the the, the nation. We think about the people at home that's supporting us and how how big that is for, for so them yeah, to see us win. And so, you know, it just it just made me want to go even harder knowing that I, it's a whole bunch of people that's that's following me, that's that's inspired by me to 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 play this game of basketball and I just wanted to just do it at the highest level. So who are some of the guys that get you can give credit to that that kinda was teaching you the discipline of the game. Like, I mean, one of the biggest things was like, man, I had to remember that it's three three seconds in the paint. And I had to always mentally remember that, like, oh, mm -hmm. one, two, get two out. and a half, I'm out. Yeah. But when I first started playing organized basketball, that's You just always in the paint, like, no, nah, I can stay <laughs> right here. Three seconds, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was always <laughs> calling for that. Like, who was some of the guys that kind of put that, uh, uh, well, that some, playing that with the here? Celtics? 
you know, for AAU, they did an awesome job of really just teaching us the game mm -hmm. from from the bottom all the way up, mm -hmm. you know. Playing with Josh and playing with Randolph, those guys really just pushed me, you Watch know, to you. you know, to the limit. You know, I'm learning from them because mm -hmm. before that, you know, my school was super small, so we didn't see a lot of these people. Mm -hmm. You know, and me seeing Josh again because we we started out in kindergarten together, mm -hmm. uh, going to the same babysitter, mm -hmm. and then he moved to the north side of Georgia. So I never really saw him until we started playing AAU. Yeah. And so that's how I kind of learned how to really, you know, play the game. So I was very thankful for Josh and Randolph for really just helping me, you know, understand Who the game. Who were the guys in the league that you was looking that was above you, that you was looking up that was already in the league that was like, man, I want that. Well, he got uh, DeMar Johnson. DeMar Johnson. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Johnson. You played for that house. Mm. Yeah, he played, played for the house. He used to go back from DC. To That's himself, our class. You know, That's our class. Yeah. So like he would, uh, he came and worked out at my school one day, and I was like, "This is my test right here. Like I gotta go at him as though I'm in the league." And so by playing against him, I was like, "Okay, this is the, this is my bar. This is how I get there." What grade were you in then? Eleventh grade, going to twelfth grade. So it was just two. About six, nine, six, ten, skinny bones dudes just going at it. He wasn't skinny yeah. bones, though. Yes, I he was. was. I Back was. then, he I was. was. He didn't get big until he got to the league. Yeah, I was skinny. When he showed up at Tim Grover's, he was little and not even mm. able to finish I the couldn't, workout. I couldn't bench That's what was so impressive overweight. about how strong and yeah. big he got because when he showed up to Tim Grover, I remember yeah, Tim that was like, yeah. you weren't there that, I don't know where you, you might you have been playing. gone. Yeah, I was out there playing. Yeah, we were playing, yeah. but I'm talking about he wasn't there when you came. And I remember, like, asking him, like, what? Like, like he wasn't able to, you know, like, because I remember Tim saying, like, he, he going to be worry cool. About I used to be in that weight room, too. <laughs> Can't like, lift man. the ball. Can't lift the I'm ball. I'm not lifting this shit. Hey, when we getting on the court so I can bust one of these boys' ass, man? <laughs> like, they can't fuck with me. Like, I'm the weight room you, part of it, I used to hate because I was so much thick and bones and, like, I didn't understand the process of the weight room. I didn't understand how important the weight room, the weight room was. Yeah. was. And, and to be in the NBA, like I explained to these kids now, like weight room is important. Like them little 30 games you play in college or high school or little yeah. AAU stuff, that's nothing compared to, to playing these 82 yeah. games. And if you get the opportunity to go to a championship, maybe playing 105 games. How was your pre-draft process. I'm pretty sure it was probably something like his. You ain't do Damn. a whole lot of work now. You sat and ate dinners <laughs> and got wind and dined. They wanted to talk what? to you. He I actually he worked out. Us, like, that's crazy. High school it's guys, not disrespect. Man. It's telling the truth. If you, no, if just you, a man right Okay, here, wait a minute. Time out, time out. I don't want to hear about that. Did you actually work out or did you have dinners and talk to people? I and worked, if when you I worked, worked out, out, did you work out against anybody? Did you just do a couple layups and dunk and some press? Who you bust doing the workout? Nobody. Just, he didn't work out against nobody. He I showed measurements and did shit like that. So you that. saying I ain't work out against nobody? <laughs> Chill out. What I'm saying to you is you did very few. It was very know, few. Is you saying that I didn't I'm work saying out I did nobody. like in the teens, the high teens, I you did single digits, low team. single digits. I worked out against the same as right. He didn't work out. He was the number one. You know, he was just being taken around, eating steak dinners and doing measurements and things like he might flex or something like that. That's they what want. you were doing? Yes. Bit, yeah. Yes. That's when I, that one. I worked I out for doing. the magic, though. 
What did deck is this? Have you doing full court one on one? Hell no. He didn't work had, out against when I anybody. Out Magic, they had me doing full court one on one. He was all like, in the same workout. Miller and stuff. But nah, he didn't work like out that. against anybody. Is what I'm saying. I had to do like touch the top of the backboard drills and stuff like that. That was to impress them. <laughs> Not even for him. Like no one in the history of a pre-draft workout has ever been asked to touch the top of the backboard. <laughs> Because literally, people can't do that. That was for them to be impressed. Yeah, but he was special. You know, he's straight out of high school. He's special, like us. You know, me and him, not you, me and him. You know, we special. But you know, he looking like bro. All right. <laughs> but, but how how was your pre-draft high school workout? stuff up all the time? It's it's nothing. Else. Man, I didn't really do too much. I did a couple drills. They wanted to see me do like the pick up on one side, dunk it, other side dunk, touch the top. Was it Do a with couple a heavy sprints. ball at least? No, it was regular basketball. This was mm. not a workout. You know, daily <laughs> when, 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 was block to block, it was heavy ball. Let me ask, let me ask this. When did you know like I I can go high? Mm-hmm. What game? Like was it a McDonald's game? Was it the Jordan game? Was it what, No, my what, uh my was started, just your my senior, senior year. Just your whole senior mm-hmm. year of what you produced. What was your stats like, yeah, yo? It's colder than yours. No. <laughs> what, what was your stats uh, at the end of your he senior? Know, his McDonald's game. <laughs> what? He was colder than yours. He said his whole senior year. You knew after the end, it's McDonald's game. Why you all up in my business? Because I can't be. <laughs> I put in work. I almost had a quadruple double. But what? you still didn't know until the, after the McDonald's game. Hey, whatever. But <laughs> what was your stats at the end of your senior year? I didn't have a lot of stats. No, I didn't either. Like nah, when, you, I didn't. when you want to talk about like like points and all that stuff. Like my stats was just across the board. Yeah. Like I went averaging thirty or. Or nothing. Yeah, I think like, I was actually my senior year. I was averaging like 23, 24, but I was averaging like thirteen and and eight blocks and seven assists and you know about four steals. You know what I'm saying? You know how we do. It sounds you pedestrian know. though. Just when you, know, you just you know, listen all to it, don't board, really sound you know, like that. And fill up the stat sheet, you know. But yeah, yeah what, what was you? You know, uh, it was like twenty five mm-hmm. and uh, like. 18, 20, 19 rebounds. What? That's not a little more impressive yeah. than how, how, how many? you just said. 18, 19 rebounds. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> you ain't rebounding like that, though, so you don't really know what that means. Like, you know, I let that's college I, I rebound played, before. That's because I played every was, position. You was though. more sort. Yeah, yeah I played every scoring, position. Yeah. Running around. You know, I played, I played every position, just in case you didn't know. <laughs> Never mind that. Them, them, them numbers you just threw out was underwhelming, though. Them little high school numbers, like, we ain't going to talk about mine because you know what that was. It yielded things. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're going to leave that at that. You went to college two years. Yeah. Not like us. I laid a whole college and rebound at 6 we talking about the whites. Stop, 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 stop interrupting us. This is what I want to know. When you when you got to the joint and you, you like, I don't know when you found out, you you had to know at some point before your agent said something, somebody said something, but when, when David Stern called that name, Tell me what that'd be like. That's everybody's dream to walk across that. And then you got number one. Like, that's the ultimate. Like, your dream <laughs> is to just get your name called. You you the numero uno, don, don, don. No matter what happened, forever in history, it's going to yeah. be right mm. there. The number one top dog. Out of high school. Like, how, like, MJ wasn't number one. How that feel? Out of high school. And Man, I it, was, that. it was just really like, I couldn't believe it. But I could believe that I put in the work every day. So this is what putting in the work got me. 
I chose to get up every morning at four o'clock and uh, sprint my hill at my house as many times as I could till I couldn't run no more. I chose to go to the track and work out every day before school. You know, I chose to train with a with uh, Dion Glover. Mm-hmm. He was my trainer. He trained with me every morning. Celtics legend. And I, you know, by me doing that, it just was like this is the hard work paying off. But it was only like the beginning. So I was just thankful, you know, that everything that I manifested by praying, by writing it down, by looking at it every day, saying I'm going to be the number one pick, and actually doing all that stuff, it was like, man, this is it, man. I'm, this for my family, for all my friends, all my teammates, for everybody that has ever crossed my path. Like this is for everyone. This like man, built up to. Yeah. I made, I made it here. How was it to see your mom and dad like? The expression on their face, them coming to the draft, them having to put the suits on, have to go and get the dress, get all yeah. jazzied up. Because, you know, like when we young, it's not too many events that we getting jazzy up as a yeah. family. Yeah. But like, but this draft is like a, a, a big event at mm-hmm. an early age. Like, how was it to see the happiness on your family face from your mom and your dad and what they created and built in you to, to be at this point? Just to know, like, with my mom, because she lost seven kids. Yeah. And she would just always say I was her miracle child. So just seeing the smile and that it put on her face and the pure joy of, like, all that, that she had went through, it was like this moment was for her. Yeah. And, you know, my dad just being there, being so excited, he hit the table so hard from excitement. And, <laughs> you know, it was like, man, he didn't know any other way to express himself, yeah. but just hitting the table as hard as he could. And it's like, man, just to see them happy, it was like, man, this is all, everything that life is for, just to watch my parents be happy like that. Every time I watch the draft and I'll be at the draft this this year on 23rd, like I always think about like, did, do, you, like do you think about, did you think about this when you going through it? Like, this is like the moment where everybody in the history of you knowing them about to see you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like people yeah. that forgot people. They know you don't me know, now. Remember you? you know me like, feel like they like people that know anybody know you. Like that's like you like know what I'm saying? Like, this is that, like yeah. do you like? Because I can remember like that was one of the things I thought when I was going across the stage, 18 pick. I'm like, yo. <laughs> Don't trip. Number one, don't fall. Like, don't yeah, trip don't because, fall. like, literally, <laughs> your whole world is seeing this right now. Like, anybody that you ever, 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 ever knew, knew you like, went to school. Like, mm. what does that feel like when you're thinking about that? Because, like, for me, I was like, all right, you, know, you gotta be cool. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You gotta be, you know what I'm saying? You gotta be player. But, like, that was really one of the thoughts I had. Like, when I was on the little ramp going up to go shake his hand, I was like, bro. Like this is it. Like the world is seeing you right I'm now. How like, they didn't like, want me. Like it's right. all like it's like a right. like a froze <laughs> moment in time. Like how did that feel? I'm thinking like as I'm walking up, how do I shake his hand? Yeah. Do I do like a homeboy handshake? And don't don't do like him. He did a homeboy handshake and grabbed David Stern by the hand. <laughs> he palmed David Stern. Man, I cannot uh, make that up. I'll uh, never forget that's that. Amazing, and he bro. said he was gonna that's do amazing, it beforehand, bro. but it was the most ignorant. <laughs> you gotta give me a hood hug. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
This yeah. it, man. Like, yeah, huh, I'm thinking been, the same can, thing. Yeah, like, that bro, I've been, yeah. been wanting to meet you for <laughs> yeah, so long. Yeah, and now yeah. I'm here. Yeah, so I understand you, yeah. man. Like, I, I really was thinking, like, what should I do in that moment? <laughs> and, like, don't fall. No, fall. Walking all these lights. Like, walking fall. up still. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but just being grateful, like, Man, I'm so blessed to be able to shake this man's hand. Yeah, like, straight up. like, that's just an that amazing feeling. Yeah, like, I'm really in the league. Like, yeah, well, I mean, because oh, it's like we watched so many young know, heroes before us yeah. do that. That's what make that moment what yeah. it is. I mean, you know, now for the young fellas, it's, it's for Adam Silver, but for us, like, well, I watched David Stern call Michael Jordan name in 84. We didn't seen it. Yeah, like, bro, like, man. to get up there and get a chance to be like, yeah, and now it's my time. Like, boy, the world about to see me with this five right here. Boy, you got to be cool as a fan, boy. <laughs> David Stern told me, be cool, be cool. Yeah, yeah. He, told, he whispered here. He said, all right, turn around. Yeah, boy, they, the they said, he be cool, takes, be cool. All right, right here. got to take the picture. He all player and shit. I'm like, look, I don't even know which way to go. I'm like... This is a question I want to know, though. We ain't never asked nobody this. When you got called, because for me and him, mm -hmm. it was crazy because, like, Chrissa, my yes. man Kev, yes. Rory Sparrow, those are the people that, like, when you get called, they right there to pick Leah you up. Leah Wilcox. Yes. But she not one of them people. But Leah's, like, you know, but, like. She part of that group. No, nah, she part of that, definitely. But, like, them people there was, like, like always, especially, like, Krista, because she was the Chris one that, like. One right she was now. the Chris. one that when they called her, she yes. was right there. You know, Chris you trying to hug other people. Yeah. She's like, all right, now, hey, yeah, pumpkin. but come on come now. On we got to come on. Come Don't do too much. Like, hug mama, hug them. Now, come on. We can't do everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like. In hindsight, how important are those people to to our careers and what we do? Man. And like I say that because we you we meet them so early, you don't realize that the ones that are lucky is the ones that you know we raised right. We just treat them with respect in the right way because we was raised that way. We don't even know the equity we putting in and the people we putting that equity into until like for us the end we get to see the fruits of it yeah. because they help you. But like for you, what is that? What do those people mean to you at this point? Without them, you know, certain situations and learning through being in the NBA without having them, you know, we're hurt, you know, because they have done so much. They have for so many for for, for all of us, really. You know, they're they're like our mom and dads away from home. You know, the way that they they care for us, you know, it's a very special bond that you develop with each and every single one of those people. And you go through life and then when you see them, you don't even really have to say too much. You can just look at each other and smile like, man, I appreciate you. Straight up. You know, just for just being you. Cause you know, when you playing in the league for so long, you run across so many people. And then, you know, those people that really stick out are the same people that was there in the beginning. For real. You know, Kevin, Chrissa, Rory, <laughs> Leah, you know, they, they were there in the beginning, you know, and then you see, like, they always be there for everybody. So it's good. Yeah. What was it like when you first got to Orlando? You the number one pick, you fly into the city, and you yeah. do all of that. How? What was that have, like have, for you? Have you ever spent time in Florida before, before that? that? Never. In Orlando. So this was your I, first time in the Disney World and everything. Never did none of this stuff. Oh, he, mm. trust, trust me, he dove face first in the Disney World. I don't <laughs> yeah. got to ask you know that shit. I, I not got to ask you yes. know that. Yes. 
<laughs> it was just but what crazy. was that like when you first like did they I know that well of course they flew you private, mm-hmm. but like was that your first time on a private plane and everything? Actually they flew me into the um to the regular airport. When I came in, it was like people there and it was yes. you know, talking to me. We got flew private. You know oh damn! Like let them know, G. How the real? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How the real G's? Do we flew in the L.A.? You know what I'm saying? L.A.X. Like Biggie say on the pot on the on the song with Diddy say, yeah, we're going to L.A.X. Yeah, we probably you know what I mean? We 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 flew Dang. straight in. We was making fake phone calls. Had nobody to call. We was using the phone on the plane. We got in. We stayed at the hotel. The Larmatize with uh, Ja Rule did the living it up video. Oh, you couldn't tell us a damn thing. You hear? Me? You can't tell That's us tough. nothing. That's tough. But you know, you flew. Regular, so go ahead. Continue. <laughs> it was really my first time, like coming down to Orlando. So, mm-hmm. getting off the plane, they had the limo service for mm-hmm. us and everything. So I'm like, man, this is it, man. I'm in the I'm in the yeah, NBA. Okay. So everywhere I was going, you know, people was like, welcome to Orlando. First thing I wanted to do was go to the movies because I'm on the 18. So that was like my thing. And then I ended up finding about Universal Studios City Walk. Uh-huh. And that was it. They used to call me City Walk. I couldn't leave City Walk. I was always going either to get on the rides or going to the movies, yeah. get some food. So I was like, man, this man, is like. That's hilarious. We frequented City Walk out yeah. in LA, University yes. of Culver. So we yeah. used to be up in that junk, for real. So yeah, that was just like all I could do. I didn't know nothing about. You know, going out to the nightclubs and nothing like that. So yeah. that was my nightclub, just coming out to City Walk. How was it for you when you first hit training camp? You had Coach Brian Hill. I work with Coach Brian Hill. Mm. For everybody out there, working with Coach Brian Hill can be kind of scary. He don't play. He don't. He play. not with no shit. You could tell he all old school and he down to it. But like he know his shit too. He didn't. He's accomplished what he's accomplished, and he's turned who he's turned into players. So you gotta respect that. Mm-hmm. But like legit, when I joined the Magic broadcast, I was kind of like, oh okay, like you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like Coach cool, Hill yeah. over here, and me and him kind of mm-hmm. share split time. So it's like, how was that for you going into training camp? You go from a high schooler to like. This 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 OG like he had Shaq he had all the Penny and all of them and yeah. then he come in he hardcore he a, he a real G like how was that for you? I didn't know how to act. <laughs> I was like, bro, this a lot, man. But I'm so young, like I'm like, man, I just want to go out here and hoop. But these two days is tough, yeah. like. Hill, but he in shape. Coach Hill be on a treadmill and bike. He in shape. Yeah, he in so shape too. What you think too. his team gonna be? And so we playing with Bo Outlaw. One man like, press. <laughs> oh man, nicest guy in the world. Pat, Pat Garrett. <laughs> nice guy in the world. Boy, one Bo man Outlaw, nice press. guy in the world. We man. play against him. Listen, we played, listen. <laughs> I introduced him to Bo Outlaw was Long Beach Summer League. We ain't played Summer League our rookie year coming in. We played after our rookie year at Long Beach in LA. <laughs> this was a free, like, Bo was like the leader or captain of a free agent team. Man, a one-man press. He out there averaging 30, and he almost yes. like a 30-point triple-double, one-man press, going crazy. And he's shooting the tray ball. Everything, <laughs> that ugly every- ass shot, everything. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Can't what you doing, man? What you doing? Bow outlaw. Strong Yo, as shit. Nice guy yeah. in the world, man. That's but my nice. dog to this day. But he was, I, w- I would say, man, 
when we was growing up watching y'all two doing this all the time, mm -hmm. like that was like we had uh, had two guys in my school and they adored y'all, mm -hmm. and they everybody wore the headband yeah, because of y'all. You know what I'm saying? And doing this. I couldn't really, they wouldn't let me shoot threes, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But when I did, I was always throwing it up. <laughs> you got to throw it up. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I just want to thank y'all. This may be, this may, not may be, this is 100 and absolutely the most dominant big player I've ever played with mm -hmm. who desired to do little guy shit. <laughs> that he didn't do well. Like, he wanted to shoot threes so bad. Stan would be like, no, no. I could shoot. Stan would be up. He'd be in the they practice trying to shoot, shoot corner threes and all this shit. Stan would be, no, no. He like, would, yeah. No. Yeah. Like, like, and he's sitting here like, like after he did all his work, he'd talk, he an asshole. He'd do all this shit he's supposed to do, then he want to do some extra shit and shoot threes. Yeah. Everybody walking past like, look at this jackass. Like, why? And he like, got, yeah. the, got the ball, man, got the coach working. But he did all this shit, so you can't say nothing. Yeah. But he used to want to shoot three. Like, when I saw that man make three, I was just like. Because you see what's going on now. <laughs> Definitely. You called it out. I yeah. seen a clip of you. was like, man, I'm going to start spreading out shooting three. Then you called it out because that's and what happened. Is now. now if you don't shoot three is where they putting you yeah, at. Yeah, straight up. They ain't even letting you dress. They put you on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I wondered. Now I can really. You know, shoot a little bit. I don't know if you ain't let me shoot back then. <laughs> but now I got a spray ball. I can go ahead. Hey, I'm telling you. <laughs> your, your rookie year, you you play all 82 games. I know I played, I played all 82 games, and mm -hmm. I was a little exhausted at the, at the end of it. How was it for you to go through the, your rookie year to be – you know, all rookie team mm -hmm. and, and have the success that you actually had on this level. And you was the first player to go straight out of high school <clears throat> to play all 82 games in his first season. Yeah. Yeah, I think I missed one because he benched me for some reason. I went in there crying, told him, <laughs> like, hey, hold up, though. I ain't never been benched. But that's another story. But, yeah. Like, how was it for you? Like, I know, like, after that, like, they mm -hmm. tell you about the rookie wall. They tell you like, hey, if you ain't taking care of your body or if you ain't eating right, you can run into that rookie raw. Like, yeah. how was it for you to go through all 82 and just see where you was at at the end? I was tired, but um, I had a uh, strength coach in Orlando. His name was Mickey. Crazy, crazy guy. He was before Rogo. Yeah, he was before Rogo. And he would not stay off me. He made sure <clears throat> I lifted. He made sure I ate right. And I appreciate him because he really like set the tone for me in the rest of my career as far as- That's how you added 20 pounds of muscle right yes, with him? Mm -hmm. Yes, he made sure I stayed in the gym. And it was one day where I was tired and I didn't really feel like lifting. And I was messing around with my teammates and he came and he popped me in the <clears> chest. <throat> and he was like, Dwight, what the fuck are you doing? You know you're supposed to be in the gym. And I was like, you know what, I really respect him because I asked him, yo, if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do, whoop my ass and make sure I do it. And he really did it. He made sure I got in the gym. So it was like, man, I really appreciate him and I'm going to make sure that I do everything in the gym the right way because 
he cared enough to where he could have just said, oh, this guy's let just, him go. you know, I'm going to let him go. Yeah. But he really came and hit me and was yeah, like, we had got when I came in, I was like, man, I ain't going to that gym. Would you say that's when you kind of, like, when did the flip, did the, did the switch flip? Because I know by the time I got there, it was religious. No, no. I love working out we, we because. rephrase that. When did you turn to a superhero? When you started getting no, muscles I'm, I'm and shit about, no, you ain't, saying, you ain't like, never seen no like, nobody else. As far as like when did it click in his mind that it was like, okay, not only um, I get it now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I get what I'm doing because, like, I'm, trust me, by the time I got there, there wasn't no questions asked. But, like, at that point, he was in his jug. He could laugh and joke and be the white and be silly. But, like, bitch, I'm still lifting this whole weight room. I ain't yeah. missing no sets. And I'm still playing between. But, like... This work is relentless, and that's I'm what used I say. To it. When did like, he turn to a superhero? Like switch and click in, like nah, that was he, he was an action figure. <laughs> it was an action figure. I would say, um, man, playing against Eddie Curry mm -hmm. one year, Anthony, ECA City. Listen, like, man, I, I, I got it. Was nice. it was when he was in New York. Yeah, Him I've and, said uh, this on the record. That year that Zeke came in and told everybody on the team and everybody in front of Eddie, like, he the shit. That man had, like, I don't know, we could look it up, Google it, whatever, but I don't know how many 20-point games straight he had. He was making big fellas disappear, bro. He That was the most confident Eddie ever played in his career. He said it himself, like... And he, I think Jerome James was on the team then, wasn't yeah, Jerome. he? Jerome was, you know, he, he was violent. Yeah, but I'm, that, I think, Strong. like, when it was both of them... That's when I was like, man, I, I got to get strong. You caught that I one back really to back like, one day. You caught that. that yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, hold like, him, and then if he come in, it would hold him again. Yeah. And Especially then if you, you caught Jerome on the day where he was on some yeah, real Yeah, he shit. wanted to play. He was, on some real he was mad. He was already <laughs> mad at, at Darko. He yeah. liked Darko, and Darko was on my team. So yeah. he was like, I'm trying to kill Darko Milicic. Yeah. And so he was out there going, hey, I'm sorry, young fella, but I got to kill him. Yeah. So I was like, Shh. that's hilarious <laughs> to hear. Big fella would definitely turn I, up. When I want to ask you this, like, cause like, you, since you got in the league, you've been putting in a lot of work. You mm -hmm. was doing a lot, and and, uh, and I don't feel like it was really getting appreciated until you beat LeBron in the playoffs when everybody wanted LeBron to play. and Kobe yeah. to play. Yeah, like yeah. how was like like how was that? Cause like I know that was like I know y'all didn't win a championship and all mm -hmm. that, but like that season. That that the outcome and it was like you know Orlando knew Dwight, Florida knew Dwight, but the world in another in a different place looked at you kind of different, and it, you had to beat LeBron to get to that yeah. point. Like well, how our was team that was you? pissed off because we felt disrespected. Like how y'all just gonna act like the magic don't exist? Like we beating everybody. We even beat the Cavaliers in the mm -hmm. regular season. Mm -hmm. Y'all can't just write us off like this. Mm -hmm. And they make commercials and all. Yeah, that they shit. had the puppet commercials. Yeah. And in Orlando, <laughs> was a dope commercial too. <laughs> our fans was mad about it. They made me a puppet. Mm -hmm. So I had me <laughs> I still got the puppet in the crib now. <laughs> but I had me a puppet. I'm bringing it to the gym. Like, hold on now. Hey, we the magic's still here. So just that series of going against them, it was like. Nah, we want everybody to know who the Magic is. Because when I first got to Orlando, they was calling us the Orlando Tragic. Mm -hmm. People weren't taking our team serious. They was mm -hmm. laughing at us and stuff like that. I had no one pick, bro. Yeah, that is. 
Uh, yeah. But I ain't like that. And me and sure, Jameer was you like. You had the right idea. You and Jameer had the right yeah. mentality. But well, you know. Y'all changed it all the way. Yeah, we, we ain't, me and Jameer, we ain't really like that. And we, it was really like our mission to uh, win the title and let people know who the magic was. And I felt like we did that. How how was it for you when you you get to, you know, your first two years you play in the rookie challenge and you get to go to All-Star Weekend for those things. Third, you made the big game. Like, how was it for that? Like, you walking in there, you in that, you know what I'm saying, you see your locker, you see the LeBrons, all of these people that you grew up, you know what I'm saying, you you here, you wanted them now. Like, what did that feel like when you – when you got announced, you know, it come on TNT and you watch yeah. it. And not, like, not, not, not like only tell that. me where you at. You sitting in the crib, not you only like, that. Ooh, like you feeling it, you <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like, not, not only that, but you see how, how the fans are voting for you. Mm-hmm. Like, people don't, don't feel well, the Well, this time he was a reserve. Yeah, I'm going to get to no, him. I know he that, he I know led that. the whole joint <laughs> when I was there. Yeah. Like, that's when I'm looking at The whole joint. <laughs> Like, hold on, oh, like, John, John, I, you like, gotta talk about that now. <laughs> I, I just want to know, like, what that first one what felt that first, like, okay. though. Like, when you first get there, you like, you know what I'm saying, like, cause like you, like you say, this is one of those moments. This is mm-hmm. one of those surreal joints where, you, all right, now I'm walking in. You got all the, you know, I didn't see the gear bags for yeah, y'all. And like, you yeah. seeing all this, and you seeing the other joints. Like, what did that feel like walking into that room and seeing your company that you like? I'm one of them now. Like a kid in a candy store, I'm like, man, this is this Kobe over here, you know, <laughs> right. this, you know, AI. We Jason Kidd, Kevin Garnett. I'm like, mm-hmm. all these guys that I watched growing up, I'm actually in the same locker room with them. So, you know, I'm trying not to freak out because during Be the season, <laughs> yeah, during the season, like I'm trying to dunk on them and do yeah. all this stuff. So it's like, man, what do I do? But yeah. it's like, these are the people that I grew up watching like this is an amazing feeling to just sit here in these guys presence and to see how they are you know away from the court you know how they get ready for games you know how they interact with like the trainers and all the the other people in the locker room Mm -hmm. you know I was really just taking it all in like man this is what it's like to be an all-star like to have David Stern come in there and talk to you you get all this gear, you're trying to figure out what kind of socks you want to put on, how you gonna look in the mirror. <laughs> and 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 your shoe your shoe people sent you them they special sent you some nice shoes. They like, sent you oh, them special jumps. Oh man, so that whole experience, you know, I just kept saying, like, man, I gotta stay humble because man, like this is crazy. I get all this stuff, man, from just playing basketball. So how was it for you after that? Moving on that season, y'all make y'all first playoff. Y'all got swept up, but like, how how was that? Play Detroit, them Pistons. That's when they was yeah. That's when they was the boys. Real them people. So that was really like an eye opener. Like playing against Rasheed and and all them. Like this is what it takes to be a champion. And I was I studied Detroit after that. Like, what do I need to do as an individual? To, to be a Rasheed on the court, to be an Antonio McDice, you know how 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 can I use my athleticism and my demeanor to be a problem? To be a problem like how they was, because I'm watching Ben Wallace, he ain't really touching the basketball, but he 
Getting all the rebounds. Definitely involved in the game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was dominating. Then Rasheed, he talking shit, but he calm at the same time. And then Antonio, he just going crazy, but he doing all the little shit, getting all the rebounds, doing all that stuff. And it was like they was all cohesive, one unit. Yeah. And they flowed with Chauncey and Tayshawn and Rip. And it's like they was a real unit. So I was like, man, this is the blueprint right here. And I felt like in Orlando, we had got so close to having that same blueprint and winning. What do Jameer, Rashad, and Hito mean to you? Man, I, I was just so hurt that I had to, that we left each other, man. Yeah. Like, coming in with Jameer, I watched him in high school, Same and we job. end up being, we end up, being together for the Naismith Awards, and we ended up being teammates together. Yeah. And he had me speak at his dad's funeral. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was like we had got so close together, and it was like, man, I could talk and tell Jameer anything in my life. And then Rashad, he became like my big brother. So you got him, and then you got Shake and Bake, his best Shake friend. And, <laughs> and so with, between Shake and Bake and Sweet Lou, Sweet Lou, you know we was always together. Then you add in Hito, you know Hito was like so my boy. the funny one. Yeah. <laughs> but you wouldn't know how funny he was the until you were The funniest thing about Turk, let me it's, tell you, this, like, comedy, funny, yeah. as funny as he is, like when we first got drafted, you know you go to draft and rookie combine and all that. Mm -hmm. We had rookie transition. You got the breakout groups, right? Turk couldn't speak no English, bro. At the time. At the time. No none. English. Like zero. Like, so it's like we in the breakout group. It's me, Turk, and I can't remember everybody else, but I 100% remember Mateen Cleaves and Scooney Pink. <laughs> bro. Every single time Turk went to say one word, before he said anything, they was laughing. Before before they could even laugh, before he could even must up word, he would be like, eh, eh, eh. like you know how he trying to yeah, figure, trying out, to figure it out, like, like audibly say he was like, eh. as soon as he would start and he was struggling to figure, Scooney Pin and Mateen Cleese follow me, <laughs> <laughs> like ridiculously, bro. I will, I will literally never in my life forget that they was, and it was like you know like Turk like all right, you know like Turk. Cause he, he goofy, he's yeah, he funny. Yeah. Like he was laughing and he was cool with it. And when he got it, he was cool. But like I will never ever forget that. Cause Mateen and Scoon, they was they was fools. Killing him. And you like you know Turk intimately. Yeah. You know he's sick with it. So like yeah. he was yeah. cool. But yeah. he was like okay, I see. Y'all want to play? Y'all want to play? <laughs> but like it was crazy. Cause it was like me in the moment. I'm feeling like God damn, they killing him and he can't get and it he out. Can't like do it's nothing. like hey, hey. I'm like yo. That's he though. Crazy, but Turk, like Turk to this day, hey, 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 my boy, like, you know. Turk is uh Can't play no early games with Turk, ladies and gentlemen. Turk I've heard not Stan talk about it on national TV. If Turk play an early game, you can't take him to the second half, bit like, look, it's too early, my boy. <laughs> what 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 made you get in the dunk contest? Because, you know, in dunk contests, they say Besides the top the taller you are, mm -hmm. the the more, more less likely for you to win. I hated people saying that we couldn't jump and couldn't dunk. Yeah. And I was like, man, I gotta really go into my bag to show people like we could do this. Yeah. And um, 
I always wanted to be in the dunk contest. Yeah. And after my mom told me, don't do it, I was like, man, I can't not do dunk contests, man. Like, I'm always doing them at home, always at the gym doing them. And the year I did the Superman dunk yeah. and all those dunks, I practiced them for like two years yeah. and got them down packed. And I said, okay, it's time for the dunk contest. Yeah. How was that for you, though, to like, this your second All-Star, you know what I'm saying? Like, and when you actually, when you actually won, like, what mm -hmm. did that feel like? Like, not, well, both. Actually, in the moment when you get up there and you hold the truck, because that's something we all dream about. But for you, too, because you're in a different generation, when you get out of the dunk contest mm -hmm. and you see social media yeah. and you see the response, like, you know what I'm saying? Because you a big fella. Like, you had a, you had a shine and a likability to you that not many big fellas enjoy. A popular, like, you, like, I tell people all the time, like, I was there, I watched this motherfucker outvote LeBron, Kobe, and et cetera in the All-Star game, beat everybody. You got God Milk, I done seen you had a fucking music album where you recorded <laughs> songs, like, and this bitch had a number one album, bro. He's singing yeah. kids' songs, bro, like, like, what does yeah, that like, feel like what, to have this? that level of, yeah. like, popularity amongst the kids? <laughs> Talk about like, that. Amongst the world. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's some... How you going platinum and kids in the album? Platinum, he got, like, like time out. Like, real platinum time. Like, no, fuck, fuck platinum and kids. You going yeah, platinum, platinum like out. Drake. Like, he got a platinum like, album. He just like point Drake blank and Wheezy. Like, like, how you the going man platinum had a, like that? He for real can say that. Like, he could, like, bullshit if you want. I got a platinum album. <laughs> Whatever it is, he sold that shit out. Like, I'll yeah. never forget you when you showed me. Remember when I asked you to show me the album? You yeah, showed it like lying. the white got kids. I said, nigga, get the fuck out of here. They played in the arena every game. They did. Every they did. game. They did. You hear me? They did. Every yeah. game. How you go platinum in Fucking spins, you hear me? It was, man, it was just a real humbling experience. And how many rap? And he was really singing, though. Like, really, it was huh? him. How many basketball players went platinum? I don't give a damn. He was <laughs> Nobody, singing. Right? He was for real singing, and it was, was. him. And it really was just it all right. No, so it wasn't no auto tune. It was him. <laughs> in the dunk contest, I put uh, my favorite scriptures always been I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that's always been my motto. Whatever I do in life, you can do all things. You just put your mind to it and you really believe. Yeah. And when they asked me about doing the album. You know, I was like, you know what? I could do all Man, I could do everything <laughs> if I really put my mind to it. <laughs> so. they, could, they couldn't have sold me. They uh, couldn't have sold me to D-Miles. And I'm saying, like, but why not? But why not just be like, you know what? Why not? You only get one. I, my, my, my thing is you, you, only die, me, you only die once and you right. live every day. So if you gonna live, man, just live. Right. So I can go and purchase on iTunes. You singing yes. right now? Right now? <laughs> right now? I got the album somewhere. I got a physical album somewhere I need in the crib. To somewhere. That. I, I can't contribute to I can't that. call it off. You got still? Bro, what it like you like you like dunking over? I I got a physical album somewhere at the crib right now today. I gotta make sure you still alive. Hey, go stream that Dwight Howard. Listen. I'm telling you, it's already platinum. We're gonna try, got, trying to go 10, 20 times platinum. I'm going to make that thing an NFT, bitch. I got the physical <laughs> album somewhere in the career. No lie. I'm telling you, bro, I couldn't believe oh, that, man. bro. Like, tell me this. How, that same year, mm -hmm. all-NBA first team, mm. that means you basically 
That ball. Top five in the NBA, best center, whatever your position is, you the best. Like, how did that register? How did did you understand? Did you, did all of that hit you at that it time, didn't. or you was too young to really know what I was, was going really on? Too young to really understand. That's like that's like the that was probably like the biggest thing for coming out of high school. Do you still feel it still felt local then, instead of international? Yeah, when you got it. Yeah, yeah cause like I the, really didn't understand, didn't understand everything. Yeah. That was thing. He wasn't, on, it like, wasn't registering right. There's times where, like, even at my house, like, and it was all defensive second team. Yeah, you yeah. was all NBA first team, all and defensive, defensive second, second team. team. Damn. And I really, I walk around and I look at our pictures, you know, what I'm saying of the teams, and I'm like, man, like this was so long ago, like it doesn't even register, like all the things I had to go back and say, this is amazing, like this is this is some crazy stuff. Straight up. So when, yeah. When did you know in the league that you know you was dominating? And like you, like, cause like I say, like I feel like that that LeBron series was a come out party, but real hoopers know what you was bringing to the table. Like the casual fan don't know the real hoop shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Would you but, say you felt dominant like, when you got that that you was the youngest dude to be the defensive player of the year that yeah, year? That yeah, same like, year, like, like that did was you feel good. like like. Dominant in this in this league, like man, these folks can't fuck with me like that. Yeah, everything seemed like it started to slow down. Yeah, and I was able to like understand like I could use my power here and then my speed in certain in certain aspects. Yeah. And then on defense, it's like nobody is going to score on me if they come to the basket. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And that's the way I looked at it on defense. Like I, I always tell my teammates and Q, you know, I tell him. Don't foul. Lead your man to the basket. Just put your hands up. Yeah, if I'm in the paint, I'm gonna come get hey, it. Hey, I, I used to cuss guards out for that shit. Why I, you fouling him? I have a. You story. didn't see me coming. I have a story. I'm gonna about beat that, that shit up. <laughs> I have a story about that. And it's twofold. With you saying that because number two, our first two years, you weren't there yet. You weren't, you know. Telling people don't do that shit. I was. You, you, no, you wasn't. I wasn't telling people, but I was like looking. You at wasn't telling people. I was you wasn't look, there though. yet. You I wasn't. Did, you wasn't look, that. Though. You ain't had your windshield. Why you wasn't there yet? The you look was, was. I was blocking shit. You though. wasn't saying that shit. You I wasn't saying it, but I was. You blocking. was quiet as a church mouth. Chill out. You I was saying. I was blocking, but I wasn't saying. saying. Baby, you talk like that. Now, to his credit, when I got to him, I had to change my game. <laughs> you know, I was used to like I was used to we guarding know, them yeah. people and we like don't this play way. Defense. This, this is another part where you can loop him into the white. Did I guard all the hardest players? He did. I guarded all the hardest players. He did. He did. He did. Let the man talk. The white. Stop trying to talk. Can I say something first? Go ahead, the white. He got the floor, not you. He, he did, he did, he did with when we played LeBron. In the little especially. kids league, he ain't never No, nah, every time we played he LeBron, he was, he was yes. Any of them. I he was that. shadow. No, nah, he was he, he, he was really me. our best. He, he was our best defender on these big guards. Dwight, Dwight, that don't. Nah, he was. I, I know you know, dude. I he know was. you know, dude. They wasn't getting no rebounds. I know on. you played with dude, but that don't mean he. <laughs> That boy don't guard nobody. He was guarding. Ever in his life. <laughs> Did you heard what he just said? He was guarding, I promise you. Did you heard what he just said? I promise you. I'm trying to conduct World, this should put an mm. end to his bullshit joke that he always trying to talk about out here. Just because you got a defensive player of the year a telling you. A defensive player of the year telling you that I was on all of the perimeters, that I was that dude. I was, Man, I was the dude. Everybody he I did. know scored on cue when they seen him. I didn't say nobody didn't score on me. When we That's play the LeBron, part you're misinterpreting. now LeBron get buckets. He was really 
and like he ain't stopped LeBron. He, he was on. sitting down. Hold on, cut that shit out now. Hater, he didn't bro. stop no LeBron. You a hater. You gotta watch. Like, he, he had help because you were behind him, but he didn't stop no LeBron. He didn't have to get there before he started to hate. Like I said, when I came to the team, I was used to I was used to fending for myself. If somebody get me, I'm about to fuck him up. And he know I didn't did it. And he, yeah. I'm fucking as I'm fucking him up. I see the solar eclipse come over. So he like, no, don't do it. No. And he yelling at me after I didn't did like, bro. It hurt. I'm the whole team stand yelling at me. God damn it, though. Jamil like you, he, he gonna get it. He gonna get it. Let him get it. He gonna be there. Yeah, don't worry about it. It don't got, look like I, it. I don't know how long it took, but I figured it out. I started, okay, I'm gonna oh, front he, of your he ass knew. down and, here. And then, and then I'm gonna reach these benefits to him. Yeah. <laughs> he you didn't watch the cloud go by. What? Like, look, it was sun. a solar eclipse, bitch. Like, you can see something coming. Like, oh my God. This <laughs> one <laughs> coming over the top. Two hands, one hand, double blocking. I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm cool now. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it took, it was a learning curve for me because I had. You was there early. You didn't have that. So I hadn't had that yet. I was like, wait a minute. Okay, we for real got to We got to reject the protector down here. I told, I was on record for saying, look, I could be as aggressive as I fucking want to. This makes yeah. my job a lot easier. Because now if I get beat, it's like, it's a safety net back there. A real a safety net. I ain't got to worry about, like, if I do too much and get blown by it, ain't nobody dunking that hoe. Like, it's getting yeah. altered at the very least. If it yeah. ain't getting swatted, it's getting changed. I was cool with that. I could go bump his man, get a rebound or something, but like I know I got some coverage if I get beat. You you know when I knew it was like it was seriously a problem, the lob you called against San Antonio for the game. For game. Like I'm like like first of all, San Antonio don't get disrespected like that. San Antonio, they. You looking at them and they playing on Landro Magic, like, yeah, that's an easy win yeah, from them. So I, I actually watched that game and I, I'm, I'm peeping that game and I'm like, he called a lob on San Antonio for game. The league is in the problem because we like he really unstoppable. He really got a he, he really's a problem down there and they got a, a ten for it. And then when they surround you by shooters, did y'all feel like y'all can win that championship against Kobe? No. Yeah, we did. Cause during the season, we actually were beating them. Yeah. What do you think that went wrong? It was it was it was more experienced than it was. Like how you see the Gold State Warriors right now. You see the Gold State Warriors. <laughs> Kobe was doing some crazy <laughs> shit. No, nah, we know that. But you know, like Gold State Warriors, I feel like some of the stuff that they they had problems in, but it was just the inexperience. That is true. We and, was not experienced. And stopped doing what they was doing the whole playoffs. That's true. That was a part of it. And then the fact that you got Kobe, you got Lamar Odom, you got wow. Pal Gasol, Bynum. Andrew Bynum, Derrick Fisher, Trevor, knocking down all the threes he was not missing. Mm. It was just like it was their time. Like yeah. <clears throat> our time had expired. Like we got to a certain point where, you know, it, it felt was like the, yeah. And then they weren't missing no shots. And then it was one shot. Kobe got the ball. I jumped up. He went up, went between my arms, came back, went to the other side, and laid it up all in mid air. And I'm like, you know what? It's just they time. Yeah. Like it ain't nothing I could do. Like we done did everything we could, but it was just their time. Just to see to see that though. Like, you know, you you young. Your first finals experience to see mm -hmm. how 
You know, the conference finals is big. You you be looking at the conference finals like, this shit crazy. You just finished playing LeBron. This shit is a, a yeah. big deal. Yeah. It can't get no bigger than this conference finals against me and against LeBron. Then you get to the finals, it's, it's like, oh, man. shit. They got this much money? <laughs> like, like, they got this much money? Everything shut down like this? Oh, my God. It was crazy. Like, how, how is the difference between that? Because I was just wondering that, like, man, you see, because... You see the conference finals, especially for you. Like, like, like I say, they got they got commercials with them as puppets. Like, they the two biggest things in the league, and you play a conference finals against LeBron and and how Orlando and Cleveland transform for yeah. this. Like, it's the finals, and then you realize there's more money out there. Like, no, nah, the finals is a whole different. <laughs> it's a whole field. different beast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, how was that to see that? Just. Just seeing who we was playing against across the, the court, like knowing like the organization and the- yeah, it's like okay, this is it. This is the top of the top. Like we made it. Yeah. And I just think that they just they just knew how to really win, and we just didn't have that. We didn't. We wasn't there yet. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like if we would have just had more time together, we probably would have. We could have had a dynasty, you know, down here in Orlando. How how was it for you, like, after losing that, right? Like you said, y'all young. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like, oh, no, we coming back. We coming right back. Yeah, I did. I felt that way, and I was so pissed. Like, when we lost, me and Jameer sat and watched them celebrate. Yeah, I remember And I was that. like, I bro, we never going to feel this pain again. Yeah. Like, let's take a couple weeks off and get in the gym and get right back to making sure we get here. Cause I don't want to feel this no more. This hurt too bad. Look at our fans, like look at our families, everybody hurt. Like we can't experience this no more. How was it that that following year for you to like, that's your second straight M- uh, NBA defensive player of the year. You was, the, you was basically oh, the first yeah. player. Yeah, he was definitely all NBA, third all-star, but the defensive player of the year, and then the, he was the first player in the league to lead the league and blocks and rebounds in the same season twice. Mm-hmm. And he had did it two years in a row. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're doing yeah, unmentionables, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, back-to-back <laughs> seasons. Like, so, like, when you book. get to that point, it's like, you know what I'm saying, like, this one is really bubbling. It's like, what, mm-hmm. the, you know what I'm saying, like, Greatness is being talked about because you're doing things that nobody has never done. Like, what what does that feel like after getting a second straight defensive player of the year and the accolades that you notch? Like, what what is your thinking then? Like, where are you at? Uh, my mindset was it don't mean nothing unless I win a championship. And at the time, that's how I took it. Like, man, I did all this stuff as an individual, but is it going to lead to the trophy? And was that was that from hearing other players? Yeah, other it was. Players? Like, like it that's was. how your mindset should be. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking like this: how I got to take it. Like, oh, uh, I didn't win a championship, or if I don't win a championship, it was a bust season. Yeah. Right. So, like, instead of really enjoying the accomplishment mm-hmm. and how you know the things that come with it, I was just one track minded into thinking. You know, we ain't win that bitch, so all that shit don't Yeah, matter. instead of saying, you know what, this is a big accomplishment, mm-hmm. man. Like, this something that ain't really been done. You know, so I had to really learn that over time is, like, celebrate every win, 
every every loss because it's a learning lesson. Yeah. And without those, you know, you with, with those you're gaining more experience on how to handle the next situation. So like that's kind of how I took winning that. We uh. I've been watching this league for a long time, and there's some superstars that you want to get traded, and there's some superstars that you want to stay. Mm-hmm. I feel like Orlando was like the perfect situation for you, mm-hmm. like all the way around from the city, your personality, like the jerseys, <laughs> like yeah. like everything about Orlando was like for you. And sometimes like, when you be in a city and you know play so many years, you kind of get impatient without the winning, and it makes you, you know, with the chatter, it makes you like, man, yeah. let me get up out of here. Why did you Why? leave Orlando? Because <laughs> I feel like Orlando is you. You is Orlando. I know you'd have been to a, a a bunch of different teams, and you won a championship with another team. But like, I feel like Orlando is you. It was. You know, when when Q was here was when I, you know, was thinking about leaving and stuff like that, and I was talking to him. And I would always just be like, man, I don't think they want to win here. Yeah. And it, and it was more so at the time, like, it had nothing to do with fans or mm-hmm. the city or just the people here because he would tell you, we love this place. Like, yeah. we was always together. Yeah. And, you know, I think they kind of tried to put – the team against me to mm-hmm. where it was, oh, he don't like his teammates. You know, he want to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. And so at the time I was like, man, I feel like it's too much here. I need to reset. Yeah. Uh, it was just so much going on. And I just felt like, man, I got to I got to start fresh, man. Like yeah. I've been here for this amount of time. Yeah. I was developing, you know, habits that I really didn't like. Um, and then I felt like but I the had, like. communication was bad. Yeah. And then it was. That's a big thing. I felt like I was, everything was just being given to me. And I was like, man, I don't have to. Work for nothing. Work for nothing. I felt, I just felt like it was out of place. Yeah. And all that was twisted and turned to where it was like, he don't like his teammates. He's a bad teammate. Uh, he don't want to be in the city. Yeah. He want, he wants bigger and better things. Let me ask you this: Like when I got to the league, I, I got to the Clippers, and it's Q, Keon, Corey, Lamar. Mm-hmm. This is unreal. Like I got my brothers with me. Like any mistakes I make, they'll pick it up. They'll yeah. take it from me because I'm the youngest. Like mm-hmm. no, I ain't gonna let I ain't gonna let my little brother do this and all that stuff. When I got traded to Cleveland, I realized what the fuck NBA was. I realized that it was a business. I realized, like, like, I didn't really know Ricky Davis and the rest of the guys just doing this. It was like a whole new culture for me that's going. When you you finally left Mm -hmm. there, and did you realize, like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. I never knew this side of the, <laughs> the NBA because I've always been with this team and it's been like this. Mm-hmm. But now I see this. Like, cause like when you leave an organization that be- kind of believes in you or, 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 or fully forced for you, then you get to organizations that question because you haven't been there that long. And And it was just like that's how I felt. Like when I went to Cleveland, it was just like, damn, I ain't. 
the loving little brother, the young and D Miles that I was when I got to Cleveland. It was like, yeah, it's a bunch of y'all. Yeah, that's what I more so missed out of anything was it was more so like the relationships. The relationship, that I built, yeah. You know, with my teammates and us always being together and doing things and you know, just like little stuff like, oh, it's it's fight night, so mm-hmm. let's all get together. Yeah. At Q House and my family, house and let's that eat. family environment. And you know, we tried to replicate that in other places, but it wasn't it's not really the same. just the same. You know, so I tried to do yeah. it too. That was crazy. I went but to I every you, last you just, one of my teammates' you, you house. That, you yearned that whole like brotherhood that you had. You yeah, know? So that's what when I first left. You know, it was like man, like they that's, ain't like us. That it was it was a little different. We going to eat together. We going to yeah. movies. We yeah. We, we go out. We all going out. Even the guys that's not even into going out. No, they going, going out too. Out, we yeah, gonna go we all out going too out. We just gonna be us. Yeah, and that's how it was. It was like my brothers with me, mm-hmm. and then it went to Cleveland. It was just like. Yeah, so bro, you you wanna go and get a drink or you 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 doing something after this? <laughs> yeah, it's so Can hard. I come over for dinner? I ain't have to ask you to come over for dinner. I just just show up in this crib and just bust up in the motherfucker. And then you, <laughs> you cool. know what it, I'm was, it was it was <laughs> like being in Orlando was that's that was the part that I I really love. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like being here, it's like oh that's Dwight. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm I'm going to eat over, you know, at yeah. Zaxby's or something, and I'm chilling with everybody yeah. at Zaxby's, or we going to Fun Spot, and you know, all that stuff. <laughs> so like, those are the things that I was yeah. like, dang, like, yeah. those pulling up days, to the spot, you know like, hey, saying? I just seen you leave. Who you yeah. going? Oh yeah, I just left with the kids. Oh man, the kids pulling up. Nah. So that was you know? like, <laughs> that was the biggest thing, you know, and it kind of hurt that when I left, the <clears throat> made it was. It seemed like all of us hated each other. Yeah. Or like I had did so yeah. many evil things or I felt this way about them. And I'm like, damn, like, this yeah, it's, fucked it's, up. It ain't that. You know, the, the people on the outside looking in don't never know the, the mm-hmm. real true reality of a story, but we can only live one. Yeah. We only can make, we can only can live with our decisions. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the time, that was getting pushed, not only from like teammates or anything else. Only only people that probably was against it was the teammates, but everybody else in the world, like, hey, hey you go to this Laker organization, this is the best thing for you. Same yeah. thing with KD, mm-hmm. which I feel like, I don't, no against anything, but the best option on the table for KD was to go to State Warriors, to me. Hey, this, <laughs> but this was this was. <laughs> This is one of the funniest things ever. Do you, I know you remember this. Remember the day when everything happened with Stan? Yeah. Like people don't believe me when I tell this story, right? <laughs> when Stan said I wanted when get you a fire. when you like remember you was walking into the thing like remember like this is a oh, this, the interview. The interview. this is that. legit. I told I said this is you how it happened. So like what happened? You we get through practice and everybody all the interviews set up on the practice court. I I love obviously I like rooms over here behind the training room. We come through the training room. People get iced up, do this. You got your food, about to go down. It's, it was like game day. It's in between. You know what I'm saying? You just getting through. So. <laughs> It's me and Jameer, we kind of like, probably like five feet ahead of you, right? Yeah. Dwight come running behind us, hey, 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 like, you know what I'm saying? He, he like, man, he like, he see them over, he like, I'm about to go jump in the interview. <laughs> I'm like, look, first thing I say, I say, I ain't got shit to do with that. Y'all tripping right now, because yeah. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was like, like, in true Dwight form, he, 
he never took this shit like that. We was always laughing and joking about whatever. Even when it was like whatever it was out there, we laughing. We cool. We it was never between us. Like he said, he try to make it seem like we hated. Like we never did. We was always we always had an understanding of whatever was going on all the way up until the end. Like we we always was in communication. But like so he come. It's me and Jameer walking. Jameer got his food. I got my food. He come up. I'm about to do this. Jameer like. I say, hell no, I'm walking ahead. I keep walking. So he he veered straight off from us. He was right here with us. He veered straight off to the huddle. I didn't know what happened. Because like you say, 20, 10 more feet, I'm out the door to the garage, to the yeah. both of us to the car. I didn't make it to the car. I mean, I didn't make it home. I'm in the car <laughs> driving. I didn't make it home. I'm driving for about five, 10 minutes. My phone started going off. I know what the hell y'all got going on down there. I said, what you talking about? Then I get home. All, all over, over Sports Center. All over everything. Like, we all was like, what the fuck just happened? It was like, Stanley said this. He just said that. They both were looking crazy. We like, oh, shit. Like, it's yeah. really... And it was like all yeah. over. We get back. We had to come back to the game. They waiting on us. Everybody and like, look, you know how it is when they open. Like when they open, when your PR dudes say, "All right, locker rooms open." They said locker rooms open. Everybody did like this. <laughs> Everybody trying to get the out, room, bro. Everybody got up at one. They said locker room. You know how they used to be sometimes, yeah. like especially for me with the Knicks. Sometimes they said that everybody get up and disperse. They said locker rooms open. Everybody got up and got the hell up out of there. Like y'all ain't about to ask me about this shit. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Man, that was what crazy. do you remember from that? That was like the craziest day of my life. We, <laughs> I, we, I never forget we played the Knicks that day. <laughs> I had one of the worst games of my life. I go home and they, Dwight is the coach killer. He wants to fire his coach. <laughs> I call Otis Smith like, bro, man, you got to do something, man. This ain't right, bro. I call Stan on like, Stan, bro, you got to apologize, man. Like, you got everybody out here thinking I'm a coach killer, man. You know I ain't <laughs> trying to get you fired, bro. And it was already too late. They done already ran with yeah. the whole story. And it was just like, man, damn, like this is some crazy ass shit. But it was nothing. At that point, it was nothing none of us could do because. Bro, I was sitting there looking at that shit too like, when this they go is with the amazing. Like, bro, when I say I didn't get home, Arena to my crib ain't but 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get home, bro. People started calling me, texting me, like, what the fuck y'all? I'm like, I'm like, what happened? Then I get home and I see it. It's like literally, it's a live interview. You see Dwight come in, Stan, what's up? The Dwight, yeah, I mean the Stan. But you don't know, like Stan yeah. did one of those, yeah. got up out of yeah. there. He, like, cause it was literally <laughs> moments after he had just said what was going like, yeah, he trying to get fired, it's cool, whatever. And he come in laughing, like, hey. Yeah, I come in there, I grab Stan. I'm like, Stan, we cool, ain't we? Oh, uh, yeah, Dwight. Slid off. <laughs> He done slid off on me, and I'm stuck there. They asking me, so uh, Stan just said you wanted him fired. And I'm like, oh, uh, Stan, bro, why would I you do that? that? Movie. It was like, yeah, it was drop the mic. I was like, bro, what just happened? I'm talking all us until we get back. We talking about it. It was like, yeah, this is ugly. And I didn't know how to handle that, man, because yeah. I never it experienced a crisis like that where it's worldwide. I was about to say, we, that we went get, league we get, you at with that the, point. you with your team that you with and the team believe in you and they they every year they with you, you forget about what's going on with the rest of the league. Yeah, you see guys come and go on the team, guys trying out for the team. But like I say, them first two years just spoiled me yeah. until I got to Cleveland. Like, oh, shit, this is how the league is? Like – this is what they, why Agent was trying to tell me about. 
Let me ask you this. Like, you had the experience with Shaq. I seen the interview with Shaq that he left Orlando and went to the Lakers. Mm -hmm. And the Lakers is a whole nother or different organization with them. Like, that Orlando shit, no, the expectation of this organization as a player and that's trying to be a champion is totally different. You did the same thing. Yes. You went there and the expectation. How was it to go to a historic franchise like that, playing with a historic player from that franchise and trying to build something there the first time around? Eventually you got it the second time around, but the first time around, though, what, uh, what, do you feel like you were fully prepared or – you really didn't know it's what you really were getting into. It's really nothing you can prepare for. It was like just if I if I felt if I didn't hurt my back before entering that season, I felt like we probably would have had a different outcome. A different outcome, yeah. Uh, Tell me about that because I feel like you had the same surgery I had, but I feel like people don't understand Your with that surgery. <laughs> like you uh, really yeah. don't become yourself until like maybe. Eight to twelve months yeah, it later. It take a while. Because like I, I like and I wasn't obviously when I at the point when I had that that surgery, I wasn't dependent on my athleticism like you were. You were an athletic dynamo. And it was like like you said, like looking at you in LA from one year in Orlando, it was like, nah, this is a different this is a different person. Like he like something ain't right. Like he ain't he's nowhere like I just sit there and witness two to three years of fucking utter dominance and explosiveness and his explosiveness ain't there. And I knew that mm -hmm. because of the surgery. Mm -hmm. Because I knew how long it took me. And like, you know, I wasn't on TV talking or anything then, but I knew I could see. I'm like, yo, he he not right. But like, so what would you say? Like, would you say the same thing? And it t like, you didn't understand that either. Like, damn, like, I'm not like, because you feel better. Like, you feel yeah. like you've checked all the boxes. You've hit all the little, you know, the little green flags they set up for you. And it's just like, but I'm still not what I'm used to being. Yeah, and it take a while to get that back because I lost my whole left leg, like my nerves. I couldn't mm -hmm. do a calf raise. So I was not even supposed to be playing basketball no more. Mm -hmm. And I just had to work my way from that. So from going from having the worst pain in your life, I don't think people understand the mm -hmm. pain of that back. And like to the point where I ain't want to live sometimes, and I'm like, man, I gotta, this gotta get off my back, yo. Like, up. it make you want to fight people. Busy. It make mm -hmm. you angry for no reason. You stay with a with a frowned up face, and you ain't as tall as you usually are because you kind of like I'm telling you, you, you like, gotta, you know, like I tell you, like I used to have to show. lay on my back to put my pants on to pull them up. To tie my shoe, I tie my shoes in the air above my head, like mm. in the air. I couldn't even tie my shoes. I couldn't even reach down to tie. Somebody had to tie my shoes before the game uh, when I had my uh, second back surgery. Mm. You know, so I, I that that pain is like something that people can't fathom. Mm -hmm. And then to go play in L.A. and then I tore my labrum the same year. Most people have surgeries on their labrum when they tear it, and so I played through that and it's like, man, no, nah, I gotta win because I'm here with the Lakers. We gotta yeah, win, win, win. This, this is the standard of yeah. yeah. And so looking back on it, I'm like, man, if I would have just really took care of my body and took time out. And took time out, then the outcome would have been better. Let me ask you this, like, for that, you being hurt and you being you being with that organization. You playing mm -hmm. with Kobe Bryant. You playing with Steve Nash. 
did that put pressure on you, whether you was 100% or not, that I'm going to get my ass out here for them? I just wanted to play and prove everybody like the person that they tried to say I was in Orlando. That's not like, me. Like wrong, and you like like saying? even with that pressure, yeah, like, yeah. it was like, cause like if you would have waited, cause like you know they tell us, like you know we we I watched Michael Jordan flu game. I feel like I can play with any injury in the world. Yeah, watching coming up watching Michael Jordan flu game. So when you playing in a in a game, you always feel like you can play, even though that, like, man, you being hurt or you being sick or you being anything can might mm -hmm. damper or or taint the team because you're not at a hundred percent. So now we we at our weakest because we can put somebody in there at least seventy five percent of you. Yeah, I didn't. I, you know, looking back on it, you know, I wish I would have did. You know, just sit out, and you know, your family members tell you like, mm -hmm. man, go and sit out, and you like, nah, man, Kobe out there. Yeah. Nash out there, we the Lakers, we supposed and, yeah, to win. I, I, and you know he ain't never saying? been hurt. And yeah, and I'm saying never been hurt. Like so it's like, like they like, put the pressure on you hoop. to be like, man, nah, fuck that. Like yeah. even though I'm, I'm, I can't be at my full ability because you know the fans what they do. They don't know the casual fan. Like I tell people, the casual fan will beat up a player. And you never know what that player is going through. It might be a death in the especially family. Especially in hindsight, though. It might though. be yeah. an like, injury. It might be anything. Especially yeah. you never look, know. When you look at this generation and how much they they are taught they to are rest these about guys. And like, they about, like, look, yes. nah, he had this and we're going to keep him out. Yeah. This is the plan. Like, I know you got to look at that like, damn, they had that back then. Like, shit, I wouldn't even have. I, they would have protected me for myself. Like, for you know real. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but I, it was no protection because... Back they then. telling us back then, like, push through. You got to push through your pain, yeah. you know. And me just getting back from this army show that I did, the, the thing that they taught us there was it's more honorable to turn yourself in and say, hey, I can't go no longer, mm. than try to push yourself and be a weakness to the team. Yeah. I was just talking about Robert Williams. Mm, like, yes. like, they said he had to get his knee drained every two days. And I was like, I remember them days good. where I had to get my knee drained <laughs> and get them steroids in my knee that, you know, they sticking a needle up under your kneecap and they drain and that fluid out your knee every other game. Isaiah game. posted about that. And Say, like, I heard that That's what he just had to go through to even be able to play every game because he supposed to have days off. Yeah. That's why he couldn't play in the conference finals. That's why he couldn't play because they were playing Back, a game, game a day game. off, then, then a game. game yeah. Like the, luckily, it was the finals because they get two games off before, like between it's every game. Good, it's like like people don't know the sacrifices that you give to play this game, and they think, man, we came out this much like we went through a war. Yeah, body beat up. Body is beat up. But see, <laughs> you know, the thing that um, I have learned over time is that, you know, we used to have a coach named Johnny Davis. He used to say, listen to your body. Mm -hmm. Always listen to your body and take care of your wheels. And, you know, it's very important. You know, I think a lot of the younger players, I know for us, we didn't really understand how to do that. And it's just the little things. And it take time to really learn unless you have a vet. So I think that that's something that's important now that they need to start doing is bring back more veteran players 
not only to help teams win, but also help the younger players preserve their bodies, you know what I'm saying, for the long haul. Because when I'm playing with the Magic, you know, I was playing dang near 48 minutes. And I could have gave 15, 20, 20 of those minutes to our backup center, Marcin, which is going to in turn make him better. It's going to make the team better. And you know what I'm saying? But me not understanding that aspect and me thinking I got to push through it, push through it, push through it, it's really just hurt my body even more. Let me ask you this. How how did you, be, be, being a man, being an all-star, all-defensive player, being this MVP-type player, to go through the, the couple of teams that you went to and be on a championship team to be a key part of that championship team, how did that open your mental? Like to, to, to like sacrifice yourself of having this ego of like I got I'm the baddest motherfucker in the world mm -hmm. to I'm a part of a piece that's creating a bigger piece. Well see I think that's something that I wish I could have had just learned earlier. Earlier. You know what I'm saying? To say, you know, maybe I could it's really less Give is more. more. Less yeah. is more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we, we talked the other way. Hey, you got to go get this. So in mm -hmm. order to get this, you got to be selfish and do this, that, and the third. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you got to have a balance. You got to be able to know when to be this selfish player and when to just be exactly what the team asks you to be. You know, so me going into the situation with the Lakers, they said, hey, this is what we need from you. In my mind, I'm like, bro, I can still post up. Yeah, I can still get a bucket. I can still get too. buckets. Yeah. Like, why y'all just want me to just run and rebound? Mm -hmm. Okay, I got to do this because this is what's going to get our team, the, team uh, the best chance to win. And it's really like. When you get the success of it, how you feel? It's, it's better than saying, shoot, I lost and I tried to do it my way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. It's really, you got to put your pride you know, in your back pocket, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and put put all that ego away. I can remember looking back, like, you know what I'm saying, you had a few different years, and then when you got with that Lakers team and y'all went into the bubble, it was like, me playing with you, I saw the difference. I saw like a flip, like a, a, a switch flip, like, I don't care about nothing. All I know is that when I get out, get out there, I'm about to play my ass off. Yeah. Whatever come from it, come from. Whatever like my I team saw you need. coming out there being like, Whatever like this, my a ball of energy. This. Like I was like, I Every ain't never time. seen this version. Of, you know what I'm saying? The way yeah. it was for real. Like you was like the six man hustle man. They send you in there to change tempo, to fuck shit up, and like to really change the game. And I was mm -hmm. like, he completely is bought in because like when he come in, he is like. It's not about nothing else but just bringing the energy. And that energy could be, I might tip dunk, I might dunk, I might get a bucket, I might run and Check, beat somebody's shit up, I might get a rebound, I might dive on the floor, I might set a good screen, I might do, just, it didn't matter. It, was a, it wasn't like what I was used to, like, all right, I'm used to him being a focal point trying to get up. It was like, for real, like, all right, this is about nothing else but my team. I saw you cheering for teammates on the bench, in the game, whatever, like, what flipped in you that made you like, okay, this is what I need to do and this is how I need to operate? Just really just playing back every season that I had before and all my experiences, like, what did I learn from this? How did this action that I did, how did that affect my teammates? What can I do better? So it was like a big self-assessment. It's like, okay, 
this way was only getting you to this level. So you got to cut that shit out because you're not going to get to where you really want to go to, which is that championship. So if you want to go there, something got to die. You know what I'm saying? And that was the thing right there. I had to die to myself. And that's the biggest part when you playing and you've been the man, you've been the one where everybody coming to see you play, they got your jersey, you know, all that stuff. And to die to that, it's like, man, damn, I got to. You counting you out. Yeah, I'm, I'm the janitor. That's how you think No, I felt like that year you you were like what Zoe was to that 06 championship mm -hmm. team. Like to Miami, how, yeah. Zoe wasn't. With he was Shaq no starting and all that what I'm saying. He was yeah. no longer Zoe, the all-star the all all and this, that, and third, but like. He was as important to that team winning as anybody. And I you feel that way about like, you. But he came yeah. in playing Hell balls yeah. out hard, hard, Hell like yeah. died. Like he was as important, and everybody on that team would acknowledge it. And I felt like that was like that's what you were to that team. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you saying had the same Hall of Fame type career, all of these things you accomplished. But like now in a lesser role, like I still found my way to be as impactful as anybody. Like I was as important to this win, to this title win, as anybody else. That's true. How, how is it that, you know, all the stuff you accomplished from your rookie, all the defensive player of the years, the all NBAs, mm -hmm. to be called a champion? Like, yeah, you can talk all this shit about me, <laughs> but make sure you address me as a fucking champion. It's, and, like, you well deserve mm -hmm. that, man, of everything that you have been through. Like, how does it feel that. to just, for us to just call you a champion from the rest of your life? Man, it's it's like the manifestation of always believing like I'm a champ. I'm gonna mm -hmm. do everything in a championship manner and the attitude. And it wasn't until I really decided to be a champ in everyday yeah. <clears throat> everyday life. It's you know, if how a man does one thing is how he does all things. Yeah. So if I'm a champion with my children, if I'm a champion with, you know, how I treat my business, I'm mm -hmm. a champion. All those things going to add up, and I'm going to get what I'm supposed to get from being a champion. So just hearing that just is just like knowing, like, man, like in all areas, you thrive to be the best that you can be, and this is what it gets you is the champion. To, to see LeBron James, what he's accomplished in this league, to see how he can carry himself on and off the court, to get the opportunity to actually play with him and see him up close. Like, you know, go go out to the dentist, have a glass of wine, and see him actually work up close to see where he is. And not only that, to see he about to accomplish something so big and to being the all-time leading scorer. Like, how proud of him or you, and, and what did you see of him that you didn't know before before you played against him? Because, you know, you played in the – and you, you eliminated him <laughs> yeah. when he pulled and went to the finals that everybody wanted him to. Both of us is silly as crap. Yeah. We like to have, you know, tell jokes. So I was like, man, when I saw him, I was like, bro, this crazy. We both want to listen to music, have a good time. But yeah. when we get on the court, it's, it's time to go to work. And, you know, one thing – uh, that I respect about him is just how he conduct himself as a businessman. Mm -hmm. You know, everything he's doing is strategic. Yeah. You know, so even how he plays the game, he's always watching the stat sheet. And it's not like he's looking to say, well, shoot, I got to like get he stats 30 points. Now. I'm padding stats. He's looking at it to figure out with his num with numbers 
how can he be more effective? effective. How can this player be more effective? I got to mm-hmm. get this guy shots here. I got to mm-hmm. do this for this guy. You know, so he's really just keeping account of what's going on. So yeah. it's like, okay, this is how he do his business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He do it the same way. This is how he is at home. This is how he is with social media. This Everything he's doing, and he's strategically doing it. He's playing mm-hmm. chess. You know what I'm saying? So that was like something that, you know, I got just from just watching him with how he moves. It's really like a chess, mm-hmm. like a chess board. You know, everything he's doing is positioning himself and the people around him to make sure that everyone is successful in whatever field it may be. You know, so I really picked that up. To been around him and see how he uh how he empowered his friends to become mm-hmm. millionaires and he he did his business and to become the first billionaire athlete to mm-hmm. be playing. Like you can see why he's that. Well just like I was saying, his everything he does is strategic. Mm-hmm. Every move he make um, and then some of the just the outlandish stuff he does on the court, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Like him passing Kobe a couple of years ago for um, score, the, the scoring. You yeah. know, I was I was there when he did it. You know, so I remember after the game, you know, right, just sitting in the him. locker room, just watching. You know, I'm just saying, and I was like, man, let me just tell that man, you know, I'm proud of him. Yeah, and, you know, just. The I'm game. happy for him. He's just, loving this stuff. Yeah. Just the fact that you know, because this is my eight. This is my 18 year, so he in year 19. Yeah. So the fact that we've been doing it straight out this high long, school boys too. You know, they going 2018. <laughs> straight out high school boys. Don't oh, my touch, bad. Don't touch my body though. My bad. My yeah, bad. Yeah, so, straight out high school boy. I just mad to let just you know. Just the fact that he done played for the amount of years he's been playing. Yeah. It shows the discipline and the sacrifice it takes. Yeah. It's a very long time to be playing this game. And for him to keep doing it at the level that he's doing it, you know, um, what they say in the military, slow is, is smooth and smooth is fast. Yeah. You know, he done figured out how to go through the whole progress. He, he figured out slow the algorithms and all yeah. that's good, good. So, Let me ask you this, though. Mm-hmm. Like, LeBron is one of the most in fit, fit NBA players ever in history. Mm-hmm. You are a superhero yourself. So, like, how was it – was you intrigued to be like, man, I need to see what he does off in this weight room. No, I was and, doing and, it and, already. And train. I, I know that, though, because, like, 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 you were like, – that's what I say. <laughs> Look, you a superhero yourself, so when you see a fellow superhero, you want to see I'm like, yeah, how we become superheroes. So, you, I know right you here. want – you was intrigued to be like – yeah, I just want to work. I know, said, I, 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 know I get down. Already. He said, I already know yeah, what that I, That's what I said. I, I already know you a superhero. I know you get down, but I just, I, yes, I, I know you was intrigued to see, like, man, how do you get down? Let me see how you get down in, in working out mm-hmm. off the court to get your physique, to get your power, to get your speed and your strength. I know you was intrigued with that because, like, a lot of guys don't let them see. see like, the that. I, heard the, I heard the myths about you. Like and when I walk in the weight room, and, and they was like, and I walked in Orlando weight room, I was like, they was like, yeah, that's the white. I'm like, I'm not trying to touch none of that heavy <laughs> shit. <laughs> like that shit too heavy. That ain't even, that ain't even in my category. But like, how was it for you to just, you know, what just, you intrigued? Just by? Uh, his consistency with um, the guy that he uses, uh, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, guy from Cleveland. The guy from Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. He's still with him. Still you know, with him so. to this day. Just him being consistent, that's the thing that sets him apart, you know. 
he's not lifting crazy amounts of weights no more because he doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. But what he does do is he's consistent. Every morning he's up, he's getting his massage, he's getting stretched, he's getting his treatment, he's getting his weight room where he's lifting, you know, certain weights for certain days. And by doing that, he's strengthening those smaller muscles because that's the biggest thing what people don't understand. The big muscles is what people see. The small muscles is what you need because that's for endurance. And that's why he's been able to endure for so long because he has trained up those small muscles to where now they're just as, if not even stronger than those big muscles that you see. So... For him to be able to jump the way he's jumping, for him to be able to move and have that fast twitch, that's because he's steady training those little muscles. Yeah. I remember, uh, like I used to tell folks, I was like, man, when I played against, <laughs> when I played against Shaq, like when you run into Shaq, it hurt. He's yeah. so big and so strong. So I haven't felt that nobody. And I was telling Keon, and Keon used to always tell me about you. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm finna go into it. And I remember one play, I got it, I swung through it, I bumped into him. They called foul on you, but I felt it more than you probably did. And I told Keon up the game, I said, yeah, yeah, he for real. <laughs> he not moving at all. <laughs> hey, this is what I want to know. Like, I, I, I feel like I've been privy to one or two, but I want to know, like, my favorite question is, like, when you – Cause you got a couple big bags, a, mm-hmm. a few big bags, yeah. No, I didn't. Yes, she, you did. Yeah, yeah. You got shoe money. You got league money. You got a lot of money. You, you got caught Al- a lot of money. Album money. You had <laughs> max contracts. That's that's bags. So what I would like to know, what I I don't I know I know you took care of mom. You took care of dad. You bought them. And you know I know some of this shit. I want to know what did Dwight. I don't hear about no snakes and nothing. Like, what did Dwight Howard do? That you could look back on like, damn, yeah, I kind of, I acted a fool right there. That was, but I enjoyed it. Like, Probably the, just the cars. Yeah, I, I seen yeah, that. All, I seen that all white Camaro. You can just donate yeah, to the I had, Yeah, I had some yeah. uh, some crazy cars. Yeah. So I would say, the cars is just one thing. Uh, what's the what's okay? So what's the craziest? What's the craziest purchase on the car you think you'd made? Where you what, the car where still got now? I still you. got it though. Yeah. It's a uh, it's a Brabus six by six. Who? Brabus G six by six. Oh, that's the big Benz truck with all the wheels. Yeah. Okay, mm. yeah, he got yeah so he that got was, the tunk, uh, That's the for real life Tonka toy. It was, it was one point two. How how was it to that's get it. this? this <laughs> How was it to get this mega mansion in Georgia? Like, oh, I, I used to hear, oh. I hear about your house, and I hear about how, how when your team come in, they practice at your house. Like, it's only a few players that's fortunate for this shit. You got this a type farm, of shit. ain't it? <laughs> I do have a Thank farm, you. Yeah. This type of shit to happen. You ain't got a farm. And, no. It got to be a compound because, like, only people, it's only a few players that has shit like this, like Vince Carter or Tracy McGrady or, you know, certain people have these. What kind of animals you get? These, not animals, these, animals. These, <laughs> these big ass. <laughs> what kind of fruits is you producing? I don't even want to. I, I call them the dome. Let's just call them the bubble <laughs> that they have. Now, you know like, it's bigger than. <laughs> and, and like in Atlanta though, like Atlanta and Florida, you gonna get that stupid you in Atlanta, that. Florida, Texas. Yeah. You get that I lane. heard about it. I ain't been there yet. I like to get invited, but yes. But yeah, like, how there. was it for you to like just purchase something that in the the state in the home that you done grew up in, that like like a generation of your family, you the first millionaire of your family, away from where you grew like from. to to, right. to be able to purchase something like this. <laughs> 
and show your kids. Like, this ain't the house we grew up in. The house we grew up in was kind of small, and we had to duck through the doors. It's now really, you got room. It's really more like it's really a blessing, and it's humbling. Every time I drive through my gates at my house, I just think about, you know, where I started and, you know, how uh, how much I've been blessed to be able to play the game of basketball, uh, be able to make long-lasting relationships with people from around the world, um, but also be able to have things that will be around for generations. And um, once I figured out, like, it's more so about that than all the cars and stuff like that, and it just made my life more peaceful, you know. So even though people say, you know, this house is crazy big and, you know, I, I have my farm is – 800 acres, oh, you know, what so. What you going on there? What you going on there? I have. Uh, like Rosé, got <laughs> buffaloes on there. <laughs> I do have Texas Longhorns. I got some cattle. I got you got, got Texas. Oh, man. Uh, he done brought the, 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 the mule and everything hey, on Hey, time out. Why you talking about animals and stuff? Like, I won't hear about your snake connection, collection. <laughs> How many, like, this man got, like, when I was there, I think he had a you lizard. He had a, I think he had, like, I a do. lizard or something. But, like, now you got a snake. Yeah, How many canceled, snakes you got? That my vision. Well, I did have 40, but I got what? rid of That man just said he had 40 snakes? What in the fuck house? is going on at your... What? Why? In your house? I no, did. I did. But I don't have that many no more. How um, many snakes you got now? Probably about uh, 15. So he that's went from much. 40 to 15, and he acting like that's reasonable. <laughs> that is. The snakes are Have they ever got loose? Yeah, they have. Nah, oh. see, hell no. Nah. I spent the night over my cousin crib. I'm telling the story. I spent the night over my cousin crib. He had a snake. All bad. And he had a water bed. And I always used to spend the night over his house because, you know. That's an old fucked up combination. No, no. The water bed used to always be dope. So, like, he had to move the the cage to, like, on top of the water bed. So, one day, I'm just in there watching TV, laying on the water bed. And I look up. And the snake is on top of the cage. I never slept in that motherfucker again. First of all, I never watched bit. TV in the room again. I'm like, oh, no, nah, you leaving the cage open Let and me shit? just say, you a special type of individual to even think that a water bed was flat. You was just sitting there like this the oh, whole yeah, time. Oh, yeah, I was waiting. <laughs> I was waiting. Back, hey, you Who know, I'm old school. I'm old, I'm old school, bro. I'm old school. Back in the day, if you had a water bed, if you had a water bed, you was the flyest dude on the block. Now, man, don't water let me find out that you Leon Phelps on hey, the undercover. Bro. You got you, 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 you the ladies man. Ooh, water lady. bed, man. I had I uh, uh, I had the biggest snake that I own is probably about twenty feet right now. That's wrong. Feet. They can wrap people uh, up and eat them. Yeah, but they don't. That's a myth. That's not true. That's Snakes not do eat movie. people. I've seen movies. Snakes eat Anaconda's people. That's movies. They I do have an anaconda. Why? They don't do that. That's they, just Anacondas don't eat people. No. That's a lie. I'm telling you. I watch videos every day of anaconda eating, eating people. I promise you. Promise y'all. These snakes are... I, I've had a lot of animals. I've had snakes. America. I've had monkeys. What the hell you had? Okay, hold up. Mike Miller had a monkey. Let me hear this. Did your monkeys be stealing apples and shit? What the hell your monkey? He had to wear a diaper? Yes. Michael Jackson, Mike Miller, the White House. (laughs) (laughs) Like, come on. What was your monkey name? I had one name, Ugly. You had multiple? And you You called your mom monkey monkey ugly? ugly? Yeah. She was so ugly that she was cute. And it it was a girl. Oh. (laughs) 
Lord of mercy. Boy, you need to be sued. How <laughs> you gonna name your girl monkey ugly? It was that ugly, but it was cute. You know, when you ever seen something that was so ugly, it's like, oh man. Man, you just so cute, you ugly. Yeah. <laughs> That's how the monkey was. Her name was ugly. She was the pr most precious animal I, I and that had. That was your girl. Yes. Mm. Yes, I had a, I had uh, Thanos. Than oh, you had Thanos. Yeah, he was a he, he was, was a soldier. Yeah, he soldier had little Dwight. <laughs> little Dwight, you junior the. <laughs> I cannot listen to this. <laughs> I mean, monkeys you had <laughs> exactly like you got like four monkeys, bro. Hey. I have four monkeys, and the last one they was Stewie. Like, what? Where did they go? Like, they got too big. Somebody had reported me for having monkeys, so oh, I had so to, they, they had to keep on taking away from you. I had like to, the Jumanji movie, yeah. the first one. Oh, you like Mike Tyson back in the nineties, man? Tigers. And I do. I love animals. That's why I got my farm, and I love growing, you know, fruits yeah, and vegetables enjoy, and stuff yeah. like that. So, you know, that's why I did that. Start bench cut. You gotta start one, you gotta bench one, you gotta cut one. Okay. Shaquille O'Neal. Okay. Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Okay. Elijah Wan. Oh. Who do you start? Who do you bench? Who do you cut? <laughs> them, them some dope centers right there. You like that, don't you? That's <laughs> a trade. Tough. I'm sorry. Not, we can't cut these because they too Hall of Fame. But to trade, start, bench, trade. I gotta start, Shaq. Oh, you gonna start the diesel for it? Okay. Um, dang. The dream or Kareem? What you doing? Kareem Cole. <laughs> I think he the GOAT for big man. But I got to trade him. You got to trade the dream? Keep no, Kareem? Gotta, need to jump trade, up. I got to trade Kareem. Oh, you got to trade Kareem? I got to keep the dream. I got to keep dream. Ooh, that's a, that's, a, that's a good one. One more. Duncan, KG, Rasheed, or Weber. You got to trade two, start bench one. All right, I'm starting KG. You starting KG. Trading Tim Duncan. You going to trade Tim Duncan. Okay, and, so so Weber and, and, and... Weber, I'm trading both of them. You trade Weber and Tim Duncan, and you keep Rasheed. Yes. So she coming yeah. off the bench, and KG yeah. starting. Yes, I got two tough power forwards. <laughs> I, I feel you. And That's KG can, KG one on one, they not stopping him. But Rasheed one on one, he locking down and he's shooting the tray yeah. ball. Okay. So I'm going with Rasheed. You done played on a lot of teams. You done mm -hmm. you done played with a lot of teammates. If you had to pick four other teammates to build you a super team, out of all the teammates you done had, who would be your super, who would be your four of the players? FYI, you done been on a you lot of be, people. You got some shit. I know. <laughs> so you got some shit. A lot of people going on. your name is one of the people. Like, so, so, you know, so if you been a, Ooh, I'm just looking at. Yeah, yeah, you got some shit. Let's okay. hear it. Let him go, let him go. You know, just FYI, you been on a, a few people, other teams. It was so, so U.S. Center. Then the four others. Kobe. Who? Kobe. Kobe at the two. Olympic team or regular team? No. Regular team. NBA teams. Oh. All your teammates from NBA teams. That's not fair. Yes, it is. We, won't, <laughs> we just because like we asked all the guys and they and when you when you look at all their teammates Ooh. and when they put it all together for their super team, it'd be like, man, if that was a team, that'd okay. be crazy. So Kobe. Kobe at two. LeBron. LeBron at three. 
AD at the four? It's crazy already. I gotta put AD at the four. AD at the, who? Kobe, LeBron, AD, you. Who at the point? This one of the best ones we had so far already. Easy. Ah, who gonna be my point guard? You only gotta be a point guard, a traditional point guard. Just another player. Who at the point? Oh, wait, that'll be too much. <laughs> what, Harden? Harden? Yeah. Ooh, James <laughs> Harden at the be point. One of the best Kobe at the had, two. Though. LeBron, AD. That you. might be one of the best fives we had. <laughs> We got to run your that ass right there. We got yeah, to run little, through the little, tapes to see who who scored five better than that. Against that. We I got my three point shooter. Yeah, you I got, got everything. My closer. I got my passer with yeah. Brian. And you got the two dope big men. You had three straight defensive players of the year. Mm-hmm. I was there. I would argue it should have been four. Yes. That's my point. Definitely. Just, you know, our team, I know we felt and we thought, but whatever. We know how the politics and things, different things go. This year they had the top 75. Yeah. Me and him have talked about this many times on many different fronts. And we definitely felt you. I said from the beginning, (laughs) I call straight bullshit. You should have been top 75. And there's no disrespect to the players. Yeah, I don't even get into the who should have came. I don't get into that. I just know that, goddamn, you should it shouldn't have been no top 75 without you being in. And I throw Kyrie out there too. But like, we this your, we talking about you. Clay but Thompson. Like, yeah. yeah, Clay. But like, you should have been in there. Like, what, mm-hmm. are, what are your feelings on that? Like, I feel like, like everybody say, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. All of your numbers, all your accolades stack up, and you should have one more defensive player year to boot. What yeah, are your yeah. feelings on that whole situation? It was upsetting, mm-hmm. you know. And I went through a range of emotions, like upset, and I felt like, dang, was everything I did in the league, like, was it worth it? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, how am I off this list? So I'm feeling like, Dang, my career wasn't as good as I thought it would be. Um, I'm mad, like, how could this happen? You know, so I went through all those emotions, and there's really nothing I could do about it now, but, you know, I was highly upset, you know, but I ain't know how to you take it. You definitely felt that you, you should have been on there. I do. You felt like you put I in do. the work. I felt like I put in the we work. Definitely did. Felt I felt like too. I did so much in this league. Uh, as an individual, and then as a teammate, as a player, you know, on on teams and in the community and stuff like that, it just felt like I should have been on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Only thing I can say, I know there's no real, you know, real consolation, but like most of the, not most, all of the players that I talk to and we talk about that, we all know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have the votes for that, and we know how politics and favoritism and all those different things planted that. But, like, if nothing else, you can rest on, like, the play, the people you played against, the yeah, people the that Bears, played this uh, game and watched you play and know what you did. We know what the fuck it is. Top 75, easy. easy. It should have been, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, like, it was a dominance that you put on and you just played for a for, period of time and it just went no matter defense. what they say on the list no matter what happened like anybody that watching they can't take that away yeah. that's the part that i like yeah, about it like even level. when they come out with all these awards and all this like 
it's gonna be that portion of the people like us that really played, that really experienced it. Like, I don't give a fuck what you feel or what you think about this. Like, that does not change the facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all know whatever. Like, somebody didn't vote for whatever they feel like this. They don't like, but that don't change the facts of what actually happened. Like, every Orlando Magic fan, every Orlando Magic opponent, they know. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker was, he was one of them and he <laughs> yeah. should be involved in that group of people because goddamn, like, we couldn't do shit with him. What's, what do you think about guys like Rudy Gobert? You know, like, I, I, I seen Rudy and he went to these defensive players of years like you. And then when you actually be in the arena and see how much ground and what he do defensively, how, how important it. that he yeah. brings that you might not see on the stat sheet. Yeah, yeah. Like you see them guys, and you was the same type of guy. To see a guy like Rudy Wilbert that's putting the work in and, and don't get the appreciation that he deserves. What do you think about guys like that that's coming up in this generation? You got to cut the noise out for him, you know, because – Obviously, people are going to say the, the people are going to criticize his game, and this is where he got to come back stronger and better and work on his weaknesses. Uh, for me, I knew that in order for me to be a great defender, I had to learn how to guard guards out in their territory, mm-hmm, the screen and rolls. So I think that's something that he would have to definitely have to get better at mm-hmm. is being able to contain guards because right now they want to try to put him on the island. Uh, but I feel as though. For him having that size and him not playing basketball his whole life like we all played and mm-hmm. stuff like that, he's getting better at it and he's getting hungrier, you know, with the game. You know, he's already been working with one of the best trainers now. He's trying to figure out how to be a better defender. And, you know, it takes time in this league for big men to really develop with how the game is now to where it's more – outside in instead of inside out. Mm-hmm. You know, so guys are developing slower who actually play the big man position unless you have the hybrids like Joker, yeah. Embiid, the guys who get the ball a lot yeah, and get a lot got of a little, minutes. a little more shit to mm-hmm. him. Well, he just said, I want to give him his flowers on this. I've said this to you before, but you could go, I would challenge anybody out there to go find tape, go do anything, research, whatever. I watched him pop out on these guards, from Chris Paul to Steve Nash, Darren Williams. Like, I've told you this before. To a man, the boy then jumped out on whoever, and he didn't got a poke. Poke that thing. <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't got, like, you know what I'm saying? When, like, he's not used to the center of Dwight Howard, Rudy Gobert type, poke jumping out on a, like, showing on a pick and roll or showing on a, on a whatever type of defensive set, and, like, he literally – he yeah, get you and he make you start over. Like even if he might steal it, he might turn call to, but he he definitely gonna he gonna fuck up the play. He'll poke that thing out and make it go back there. You gotta run, chase down. When I first started playing, I was like, yo, like he really jumping out on like oh, and, and getting one. Like he, he like he kept ha ha ha, you know, yeah, <laughs> he jumped yeah, out there real quick. Silly. I say, bro, he just gotta like he getting that poke though, like that is like you go look it up. Like to get those type of dudes, they don't get got. And he got everybody at some point. I used to say it all the time. Like, that was one of the most impressive things, like, outside of shutting down the whole lane and doing all that. Like, I used to be impressed that he popping out on them ones, from Chris Paul to whoever's supposed to, like, I use him as a stand. He was like, you know, 
pop out on them and get one. Start over, motherfucker. Like, go ahead back there. Like, oh, shit, get your guard more than enough time to get back and get set mm-hmm. and all that. When, when you was younger, people used to criticize you because you always smiled. It seemed like you was always happy and it feel yeah. like you was always Cause you was. playing. And I used to always <laughs> tell guys, I was like, yeah, but that shit don't feel like it after you. <laughs> it don't feel like it's no game after you played it because uh, he's so strong and, and, and powerful. Like, what do you say to to people that 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 says that? Because like like I say, the guys like we know, we we know how dominant and how strong and powerful you was when we played. Just because you out there smiling and shit, don't mean that you weren't fucking us up. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like just to say, guys like that, it's supposed to be a game that you have fun. You feel free. Like to say that like just because your mindset is a is a smile. Like man, it's like you just having fun at work. That's true. Well, I had to. It's such a balance that you got to have, you know what I'm saying? Like, And I could get where they're coming from, where it could look like it's nonchalant Mm -hmm. or it looked like I'm not as phased by what's going on. But more so, I thought that that was supposed to be like a game face. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a poker face. If I'm smiling, you don't know whether I'm ready to strike or, you know, I'm just chilling. You know, so I always thought that that was the way it's supposed to be. But, you know, there were times where I was doing the most on the court and stuff like that, and it could be taken the wrong way. Um, and that's just growing pains. That's just learning because I, when I came in the league out of high school, you know, we had so much fun and we wasn't losing games. Yeah, having we, fun. We, we having fun doing exactly what they you get said. get to a team that's losing all the time. You're like, like why are you smiling so much and having a good time? And I'm like, well, this is just who I am. Yeah. So I just really had to learn how to have many faces, learn when to smile and have a good time. Because also I got younger players watching me as well, so they might not understand, like, hey, this is how he is, or this is what he's doing. Or even some older guys who haven't been on my team, they not understanding, like, this is oh, just who he is, but yeah. that don't mean he ain't finna go out there and put it in and the try to dunk on your ass. He just want to smile, so. Like, the, the NBA, like, you you play in Orlando, and Orlando is like, you know, this is Disney World. You yeah. know, the mouse run everything. And, like, your, your personality. Like, did it did, when you got to Orlando and you seen how Orlando was and how, like, just, like, kitty and just free and just how just undiverse it was, like, it's all kind of nationalities out here and all yeah. this stuff. Did that make you bring out your personality a little bit more? It, it, just being I just in wanted Orlando? to be myself at all times. And I remember uh, being in one of the All-Star games and Shaq was like, man, let people see who you are. Who you are. And Grant Hill, would, uh, he would tell me, man, you always having jokes and being funny and yeah, stuff. Be there. Yeah. be there all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, man, y'all right. This, and then just being here, the more I did it, the more it seemed like the fans loved it. And I was like, okay, I can be myself. And then it's just like a big love affair. Like, it's just, I, mean, I love the fans. We love each other. You would think that my man is like vegan or got some type of <laughs> some type of nutritionist on hand. It's a shit like when you looked at his body, like, how you there? I can vividly, just in this moment, I vividly remember we were in New Orleans. This was the first time I ever experienced seeing him eat like this. This was after shoot around. The homie's about to go to McDonald's. Bro, this is McDonald's. 
The man had like two to three Big Macs, <laughs> nuggets, fries, filet fish like fucking milkshake, everything under the sun. And I got McDonald's that day. But guess what? We balled out, kicked ass. Now, we got to do this shit for every day. Until it don't happen. I swear to God, I can't remember. We did I can't it for about 15 games. Him, C, do all us. McDonald's, bitch. Everywhere yeah, we are. Every, every city. Every city we get McDonald's. He like, damn, this is it. Like, this is what it is. I'm like, dog, like, how you eat like this every time? Like, yeah. this, nah, this it right here. I'm talking about for real. Big Mac's quarter pound. I'm like, this bitch got like six meals, bro. No yeah, bullshit. We crazy. ate that for like for like the next, I don't know how many roaches. Cause we beat the shit out of cause we was all like, we about to play like, you know, we all to be talking about it like, I can't believe we doing it. We about to play like shit. Then as soon as we bust the ass and kick, he ain't wait till the game. Like, hey, hey, hey. Y'all already know we gotta do it again. Yes. Like, Every city McDonald's. <laughs> Every city McDonald's before the game, bro. after the game. Start bench cut. You have to start one, you have to bench one, you have to cut one. No, listen. Orlando Magic jersey, pinstripes. The Laker jersey, the uh the black ones, the mama mentality, the uh Houston Rockets jersey, the old school Jones. Okay. So which one do you start? Which do, which one do you cut? And which do, one do you trade? I'm trading. I'm I mean, cutting, I'm cutting the uh, Houston. Okay, you you're cutting the Houston. So which I'm one? Starting are, Magic. That pinstripe giant. That pinstripe giant. I'm starting Magic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm starting that magic. Lake of Mama. Then the Lake of Mama. Yeah. Okay. You had some hard jerseys. Yeah. I'm starting the Lake of Mama. I mean, that Magic with that joint. Yeah. That black pinstripe. Yeah. It's crazy. Everybody love that. But in them shorts. I'm still Hell trying yeah. to get some shorts to. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all, that's been a wrap, man. We appreciate the big fella pulling up, chopping it up with us. We live on location, Orlando, Florida, everybody. We got the big fella, Dwight Howard, D12 in the building. You know it. All right, we want to thank y'all for your continued support of the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to give us two taps by writing a review and rating five stars wherever you get your podcast. And make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can also find all the episodes on the Players Tribune YouTube page. Follow us on social media at Knuckleheads Podcast and join our Knuckleheads Facebook group for exclusive content. Thanks again to all of our guests and fans. This wouldn't be possible without y'all. The Players Tribune.com